Welcome to Roll the Damn Dice! Hello everyone! Hello! Hey guys! Uh, if you're new to the stream, we'll just, well you've heard us introduce ourselves, but you don't know which one is which. I'm Paul, I'm the DM, hello everyone. This is, who wants to go next? Well, I'll I'll go. Go I mean, I'm 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 in the top um, yeah, left, yeah. so yeah, I figure Matt I should probably go next. I'm Matt, and I play Takash. I'm Stephen, and I'm a single divorced mother of four, and I play <laughs> Connor. That's you, Connor. Oh, Connor. <laughs> That's me, Connor. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm Connor. I'm that um, that one mole you might want to get checked out, uh, and I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joy Amy. I'm extremely hungover. I've never drunk gin before, so that's the problem. And I'm playing Morouza <laughs> Morn. Hi, I'm Moa. Um, uh, uh, fueled solely by caffeine and the power of Google. Uh, and <laughs> not an advert. Um, no, 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 not an advert at all. Uh, um, and who knows who I'm playing? <laughs> oh. 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 And then, uh, yeah, I'm Luke Morris, and I'm in as our lovely, grubby little cretin rat snick with his. Uh, I'm gonna say it's perfectly sane obsession with the undead, but um, that's just me. <laughs> so, you are joining us for episode two of season two of Justice League. Um, we won't recap everything that happened in season one. You can go back and listen to the fullback catalogue. Or uh, last week I did a beautiful recap at the beginning, so you could uh, go to that. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to spread out the recapping and we're going to do it Dungeons and Dragons style because we're going to roll a d20 uh, to find out who is going to do the recap this week. Are we saying highest number or lowest number? I think highest should oh. go. Highest, so one time you don't have high dice. So it's a prize. It's a prize to get to yeah. do the recap. Okay. So everyone, am I am I involved? Is it, is oh, it look at Mo with her nat one. My nat one. Don't have to do it. Thank fuck. I've never oh, seen someone so happy about that oh, one. Oh, fuck off. I've got a seventeen. Got mine. Oh. A nine. I'm alright. Sixteen. So I was saved by Joy Amy there. We did so, say yeah, lowest, right? Oh, do you want these so I, I don't think I'm going to roll. I think it's up to you guys. I'm going to do lots of talking. So Joy Amy, you're going to recap. The hungover Joy Amy is going to do a recap. Would you like me to recap as Morn or as Joy Amy? Uh, roll as choice. Roll as choice? Okay. Um, <laughs> Whatever you decide sets the standard for the season. Yeah, in that case, so last week you found us... Um, Hunched over the dead body of our friend, Lox, uh, we tried to uh, give him an appropriate funeral and burn him, but this could not happen because there was a, uh, like a magic ban on the area. Uh, we were reunited with our friend Ratsnick, uh, which was very good, although it does make the air smell a little funny. Uh, we finally got to meet the Seven after, I don't know, ten fucking episodes of not meeting them. Um, and they decided <laughs> that we would have to, um, I don't know, prove our, our worth uh, to them. And they decided that, although apparently uh, Tokage is their favorite, I do not know why, uh, we have been um, told we are going to, going to do some training, uh, something about sentinels, 
so we were sent to training grounds. You know, I, I like fighting things. This is good. Um, we met a very pretty kind of pink-wearing lady uh, who said she would give us our uh, heart's desire. But we also met a very interesting man called Grongle, who does not at all sound like Smeagol from The Lord of the Rings. I think that's I think that's basically it, right? Very good recap. Well done. Thank you. Good recap. Thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna now it's gonna be a little bit of me talking now, guys, so you can sort of relax and enjoy. Um and uh, we're gonna we're gonna I, I've told you guys I'm gonna go cinematic this season. So we've got music to go along with these little uh description so yeah this uh, beautiful woman uh who is who's got a veiled face um and seems pretty powerful magically powerful uh and uh, she sort of booted you into this arena and now she says she's going to give you uh your heart's desire and with a, a clap um mourn you look to the sky as the sun races across it and disappears as the moon rises in just a few seconds when you look back down, you are alone on an endless sheet of glass-like water. The stars are reflected in it, so you feel like you are in an endless sky. The moon is full, but half-set. Its reflection still makes a complete orb. You hear wings flap behind you. As you turn to look, a vast golden dragon flies low over the water towards you. It races over your head and towards the setting moon. You watch it go towards the distance. And as you watch it fly, you hear padding feet from behind you. A pack of wolves come racing towards you. You can't do anything about it, but they pass you by. And you hear a voice from the moon say, run with us, my sister. And you feel an animalistic surge compel you forward. You start to run with the wolf pack. You feel alive, but somehow at home. As you look to your left, you see a wolf running next to you. It has a scar across its face and deep blue eyes. When you look forward, the moon fills your entire field of view. And suddenly, with white light, the white light of the moon is replaced with the dusty light of the arena. As you acclimatize, you realize your armor feels incredibly light. You can move in it faster than you ever could before. And you've been given the heavy armor master feat. Oh, and we got to run with puppies. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, uh, she claps her hands and Grongle you stare at the woman and the light starts to dim until it is only her face left. You are transfixed. She seems like a god to you. Her lips are moving, but at first you cannot understand the words. The light fades further until all you see are her lips repeating the same words silently over and over. Her lips fill your vision and then the words start to fill your mind like whispers. Dodher, Bloater, Mian, Dreire, Fiolag, Droder, Bloater, Mian, Dreire, Fiolag, Doda, Bloater, Mian, Dreire, Fiolag, over and over, louder and louder, pulsing through your head and then through your veins until the words fill you completely. 
your mind starts to fall inside itself until you are a spectator of own actions. You stare out through your eyes, watching on in terror as you creep through a now darkened arena until you come across five sleeping mats on which sleep the four people stood to your left. You slit each of their throats, all of the time screaming at yourself to stop. The thought of killing the finer fi final figure is too much for you to bear. And with a surge of power, you explode back into your mind. But you're in a dark room, chained up. The surge of power within you grows and magic crackles about you. A ball of vet energy grows in your chest until it can no longer be contained. The chains tear apart and the bricks of the room explode away from you. You are once again standing in the arena, sweating and out of breath. Your, arm th your arms throb with a new power. Your sword feels like a sledgehammer in your hands. And you have been given the slasher feat. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> you are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually about Grongle. We preempted it three seasons ago. <laughs> 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 Do you want to hear what happens to Tokaj? Yeah. Tokaj does. Okay, so she claps her hands. Your soul lifts out of the arena. You feel you are flying west across the Thousand Islands. You pass over green, luscious islands covered in produce, mountainous isles uh, that seem to touch the sky, rocky outcrops where people struggle to live and golden beaches on deserted islands. Suddenly, the islands give way to the open ocean. You pass the last flew fishing boats and pirate ships, and then there is nothing but open sea. You fly on and on, ever faster. It feels like you've been flying for days when the endless seas are broken by a spire of golden rock cresting above the horizon. The rock grows into a vast golden mountain. About the mountain is a huge land covered in shining cities and fertile farms. The city streets throng with all races, but most prominent are the races of Dragonborn, who dress in shining armor and extravagant robes. You continue to fly west across the land, and yet until you come to a small archipelago around the mouth of an enormous subaquatic volcano. On the beaches, thousands of cobalt worship at nests of dragons' eggs. Your heart is filled with more joy than you have ever known. You close your eyes like morn seeing a puppy. When you open them, you are back in the arena. But the joy hasn't left you, and you are suddenly feel braver than ever before. You re realize that the sword you have been given by Atlas is has a magical power which creates acid, drip with acid, and you somehow knows how to use your shield in new ways. You stand heroically with your sword lifted high, and you have been given the Shieldmaster feat. Ooh. Oh yes, Tokash is feeling powerful. Two more to go. So Rat's Nick. Oh. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm genuinely oh, worried. Honestly, what kind of nightmare could this be? <laughs> yeah. Literally, where are we going now? <laughs> music will it be your eyes roll back in your skull as you fall through the earth 
you tumble down through fiery realms of demon and um, fey creatures. As you tumble through more and more realms, finally you land in a frozen wasteland. Your spirit is drawn to a vast ancient city that has been deserted for centuries. It is between two vast ice mountains. One glows as if at its core it has fire. The other grows with an unsettling green magical core. As your mind floats through the long abandoned streets at the center of the city, you find a library. You go into the library and it is full of arcane books and laboratories. Your eyes are drawn to a glass cabinet under which is a pitch black hole. As you go to reach for it, a book flies from the shelf. It hits you hard in the head and the words flow through your mind, cutting your thoughts into a thousand pieces. As your thoughts reform, you come to in the arena and you have an understanding of the structure of magic like you have never known before. And you have been given the meta magic adept feat. Ooh. <laughs> One more to go, I think. Mr. Rothgon. Hello. You fear the roar of a crowd. As you look around, I'm going to turn the sound down a little bit. <laughs> you hear the roar of a crowd as you look around the previously empty arena is full of thousands of excited citizens of the plug hole you find yourself alone in the center of the arena and the crowd start to chant wrath gun wrath gun wrath gun doors open on the four corners of the arena and huge armored trolls enter you have a kind of out-of-body experience and you watch yourself fighting like a hero of olden days. You blast the trolls to oblivion without even taking a single hit. The crowds continue to roar. Wrath gone, wrath gone. But as you look around, the view changes and you are standing on the top of a mountain. Alone, beneath your feet is the body of a golden dragon that you have clearly killed. And you hear a voice say, you have been chosen. The view changes several times between the isolated mountain and the crowd-filled arena. It feels like these two futures are exclusive and that somehow you have to choose between these two destinies. As you look around the arena, you notice the seven sat in a large royal box. As you focus on them, you see they are counting out huge amounts of money but you feel that they are laughing at you. The voice says once more, you have been chosen. Now you must choose. And with that, you're back in an empty arena. But this, this, some of the knowledge that the, of your future self, you, has been retained. And you have the war, you've been given the Warcaster feat. A round of applause for Paul, I think. Those oh. were just like oh, yes. some. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. thank you, DM. Thank yes. you. Smashing it. So, yeah, hopefully, we can we'll pick up some more of those things, I think, as, as this uh, season goes through. And some of the stuff won't happen this season, but yeah, it's quite exciting, isn't it? Right. Yeah, uh, can I just say that? 
you know, you say that you, you, you're not going to be nicking things from now on. Yeah. Um, when Ratznik got hit in the head with a book, all I yeah. could think of was you can't claim to be royal just because some watery tart threw a sword at you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, clearly there's only seven stories, so any, any, um, you know, anything you, that is uh, occurred in others, you know, I can't be held responsible for all of the many stories, films, and songs that have been written down through the ages. So, but remember, kids, aquatic bins is not a legitimate form of government. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the woman uh, the woman on the um, this uh, above you says. Uh, my name is Jenny, and I am here to train you. Some of you will die, but some of you will become sentinels of the seven. I think she had an accent last week. I can't remember. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, sorry, what, can we just establish what race Jenny is? You can, you can roll. She looks uh, sort of Middle Eastern. No, I, I mean, I didn't either. <laughs> Race. <laughs> race. race, you can roll a check if you want. What check would you like? Um, I'm going to say. Well, it depends. What's your inkling? You tell. You tell me what you're. What you're trying to. I, I'm just trying to. Uh, she looks fairly human. Like on the surface, she okay. looks pretty much human. No, so I, mean, I, I thought she might have been a halfling, but um, never mind. The Jenny S. <laughs> Oh yeah, worrying about little Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Jenny Proudfoot. Yeah. I imagine she was little Jenny Proudfoot sort of come back to. Yeah, I thought this was like in her future. This is from a campaign that's never been at, on the air, so it's. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> When you uh, said some of you may die, I was just thinking of Shrek with Lord Farquaad, like some of you may die. In this entire season, you do not have to try and spot the films. If you spot them, <laughs> it's entirely incidental, okay? So just I mean it's it's hard not to spot them sometimes. Wow. Uh, well, you know, I, what I like to think is if, if I'm going to give you a film, I make it really obvious. Otherwise, it's purely mm -hmm. from the mind of Paul. Um, so, yeah, she, she basically, um, so she says, um, she basically, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overview it for you. So she basically flings some sleeping mats at you and uh, tells you that you need to spar and train uh, with your new skills. Um, and as you look around the arena, um you uh didn't previously notice that there's some other characters here who i will bring in if i can work roll 20. Exciting new people here we go here we go oh. so uh you're stood in a row uh to one side in front of a big sort of royal box uh in which jenny is uh presiding over you um to your right and to the right of the box uh, hang on to your right but to the left of the box are three uh barbarians uh mm -hmm. looking a bit dopey trotting up and down between the pillars behind you are two centaurs and there is a, a character skulking in the dark corner um opposite you um so yeah jenny says uh you've got a you've got a spa and uh, you can meet your fellow competitors um, you're going to be here for a week before 
we pick up with the next bit of the story. Um, so we're going to sort of skip a week. Uh, but I want to, uh, so 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 we don't have to role play for a week. Um, well, what I'm going to suggest is that you all tell don't me what it is. to tell us to, like, because we will. I'd like to know what each of you do to practice your new skill. And yeah. I'm happy for you to go and talk to any of the NPCs. Um, Grongle is allowed through, there's a door beneath the, um, the Royal box, uh, which only Grongle appears to be able to go through. And on the other side, Grongle, you can go into a series of, there's like a corridor with lots of, um, small single bedrooms. And beyond that is a room where you are allowed to go and eat food, uh, with Jenny. Um, but the rest of you can't get through that door. It somehow magically stops you. Um, you have sleeping mats. So you can sleep in the arena. Uh, Grongo is allowed to sleep in a bed. Um, and you <laughs> basically get food packages um, brought in by Grongo. He brings in back sort of lunch and breakfast. So you get two meals a day that he brings into you. Um, so how do you spend your week, guys? Who would you like to speak to? Wow. Okay. okay. Do you want us to like roll for initiative or something? So like we all get a turn. Yeah, or... Go on then, roll for initiative. Yeah, I have a button for that. So, oh, <laughs> I suggest so I got going... No, no, Luke's going first. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Want to okay. just give us your numbers, guys, for the seventeen for, for Ratsnick, who's up first. Uh, and then it's Stephen next, who got 13, followed by Matt, who got 10, Connor, who got 7, uh, and Joy Amy, who got 5. Okay. So, okay, so Ratsnick um, would immediately have demanded, as as he will make sure all the officials know, like, he now has his undead on tap. There were a lot of dead guards in that room, and they're, they're his. Um, so he would have pretty much um, asked for those to be delivered, and he would just been like almost locking himself away in the corner of the quarters, or if he's got somewhere that makes it easier for the rest of the party. There's nowhere to go other than this arena. There's the twelve. There's the eleven okay. of you in this arena. You all have to sleep there. It, there's nowhere okay. else to go. So uh, you've only been given one dead body, and uh, no matter what your demands are, Jenny claims that that's all you're going to get. Okay. Okay. In that case, then he. <sighs> He does a mixture of sort of um, bringing the corpse back every now and then, um, it just kill it and then bring it back and then kill it. Um, and then he also sort of starts practicing um, other magics of asking for Takaj probably as a um, volunteer to try and he starts doing sort of um, like buffs to the undead and trying to use his new um, magical uh, Metamagic Adept to do two targets at once. So where he would sort of uh, in the morning he would practice making the zombie tougher and then weaker and then he had asked for Takaj's help and he would sort of at the same time try and do the same, make Takaj and the zombie suddenly bigger and then smaller. <laughs> and it's basically, yeah, he's figuring out how he can do on that. And you hear because obviously this, this Jenny won't let him have his um his undead he he's owed. You hear him muttering to himself, trying to 
figure out how many zombies he could control at once and keep track of at once. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he sort of he starts muttering that and then uh, yeah, cursing every now and then that he so he needs to practice. But um, for the most part, it's just messing with the undead, really bringing them back and killing them. Um, he's got a little notebook he takes out. And he starts coming up with um, names for his undead. Um, as he's, he's adamant he's going to sort of have his own assembly of as many as he can carry. And um, he's got names sorted and he's good to go. And uh, yeah, he's feeling pretty ready for the fight. Nice. Okay. Nice. So, Stephen's next. Okay, so um, Rothgon will pretty much be... Um, on any of the unfriendly NPCs in the arena, just having fun with um, some new abilities. So uh, Rothgon in the past has always been a bit sort of fire happy and um, Big Bang no. Green and see what no. happens. Honestly, yeah, right? Just a very sort of mass destruction kind of guy. But he's found um, his abilities have kind of changed in a way. He's got a way to get into people's heads um, like he couldn't before. It all started with the hunger of Hadar where he's summoning a false hellscape that's torturing people but all of a sudden now he can see people's past, he can see their past pains and stuff so um, remember that time you broke your leg now you're in combat with Rothgon and that's all you can think about and your leg gives out. Um, he, he, can, he can even like give you a premonition of what your death may be like. And um, that's not something you want to be thinking about when you're focusing in combat um, against him. So yeah, he's really, really getting into people's heads and having a lot of fun and using the Warcaster ability. Anyone um, tries to um, run from him. Um, he's able to use magic for his opportunity attacks now. And his concentration is, is tough to break. Um, so that's what he's doing training-wise. Um, however, the downside of his new ability to get into people's heads and mess around in there is um, when he makes a telepathic link with somebody, he has absolutely no filter on what's going on in his head. So if you find baby Rothgon's chat, chat fuck's sake, I need to <laughs> If you see... A baby Rothgon um, sat on your um, soul shoulder. Uh, that's the two words I'm confusing. They're trying to say sat and shoulder, and it's just coming out wrong. <laughs> if you have a baby Rothgon in your vicinity, <laughs> there is absolutely no filter on Rothgon. You have as much access to his mind as he does yours. So it's oh. a great opportunity to probe around and um, figure out what's going on with him. So a few times, I think, um, the for this week... Uh, Baby Rothgon has exclusively been on Morn's um, side. Um, and any time that uh, Baby Rothgon might have been sort of giving away too much, um, I guess nobody else really sees this. It only plays out for Morn, but Rothgon will end up attacking the baby. So he will just <laughs> walk over to Morn and sort of grab it by the neck and shove it in his pocket. Or... Um, <laughs> Um, is, um, I, I've got to tell you that um, being able to see into Rothgon's mind is not the best thing in the world. There are things <laughs> that Dragonborn should not have to see. 
<laughs> well, you see, the thing is, so oh. the, to me, the baby Rothgon is um, if you're a 90s kid, well, 80s kid, um, like me, um, it's very much baby Sinclair. So no matter <laughs> what violent act you perform against this baby, it's just sat there going, hey, again, again, again. It's probably the time <laughs> of its life. So, um, yeah, it's just there. It's spilling all of Rothgon's secrets. It's not happy about this, and he will just go over grab it by the neck, shove it in his pocket and end that psychic link. Um, but obviously I'll leave that up to um, Joy Amy if she wants to um, have a probe around during her week. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> uh, but yes, that, that's Rothgon's week. Um, messing around with people's minds and trying not to let people into his head too much and failing. Who's next? So, Tokaj, next. So, Tokaj has got a few things he'd like to do. He's going to spend every evening, just before people are going to bed, absolutely pestering um, the barbarians, because he thinks, you know, he's got a good chance now that he's feeling a bit more powerful, a bit stronger with his sword and his shield that he's got. He's there like, ah, barbarians, perfect type for me to make friends with. So every single evening, he is absolutely pestering the shit out of these three barbarians. What what race are they, Paul? Uh, they're human. They're human. human. Yeah, he's absolutely pestering these three humans. And he will not, like, if they try and get rid of him, he will not take the hint. Um, he is just absolutely making best friends with them whilst he's not helping Ratsnick out. Um, <laughs> but he is loving helping Ratsnick out. <laughs> They're all the barbarians are called Bert. That makes it easy for uh, no. Tokash to remember the names. Is that, is that uh, a it, spelling for each each of them? No, they they they're all called Bert. The centaurs keep claiming they can't possibly be called Bert. All called Bert, but the barbarians are, are adamant that that's what they were called. Uh, and so uh, yeah, we're Bert. Um, I'm Bert. He's Bert. We're all Bert. Um, like the heavens. Hello, little tiny uh, dragon. Right, this is not the heavens I want to watch. On the the Thursday night, actually, the three of them do put on a really great musical. (laughs) (laughs) Can we have a safe bar guest starring? It's a bit bit of a dirge because they're 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 all bass. They're all singing uh, bass. Are they all in like eighties style school uniforms? Every so often, a couple of them will go sort of staccato, but that's about the only variant in the range that they've got. <laughs> <laughs> staccato. What's, uh, what, what do you mean? What do I mean? Um, you know, staccato is like when it's like the. the oh yeah, that's what the BGs do. Really high. They go falsetto. Um, sorry, guys, we can't all be into musical theatre. We're classically trained, <laughs> don't you know? Classically trained. Don't worry, Paul, they're outnumbered. I, I mean, I've heard rumours of this classical training. I'm yet to see any of it. <laughs> is that what the Sabrina is? Are we classically trained now for the Sentinels? I'm, I'm not coming back for next series, am I now? No, no. is going to die in this season. <laughs> they're, they're, they're happy to train with you, Tokaj, but often it becomes almost like some sort of um, sort of uh, game where they are just like, you're a hacky sack, and they just sort of batting you about the place. I mean, Tokaj has now got new skills of his shield, so he's he's more than happy to just kind of test out his shield skills with this, and he's going to even every now and then hopefully manage to shove one of them back five feet 
Uh, yeah, every swap team do, yeah. and they think this is brilliant. They think it's the funniest thing any... <laughs> little dragon, he pushed you back, but... <laughs> it was funny. About halfway through the week as well, he's going to kind of feel his sword is this this knife of atlases that uh, that is definitely sword-sized for Tokage. He's going to start feeling like there might be some kind of magical feedback going on with it. And as he has once upon a time seen Rothgon um, kind of checking out what a magical item would do, he's going to go over to Rothgon and ask if he can figure out what this, this sword might might do for him. Well, it's going to cost you. He's got gold. <laughs> Let me just have a quick look. I tell you what, this is the other thing Tokaj really wants. The other thing he can do with his, uh, his shield master feat is avoid area effect spells totally. So, I mean, if Rothgon wanted to throw a few fireballs at, uh, at Tokaj, he would be fully up for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for me to be able to give you the answer to this, uh, it'd take me 10 minutes or so. Um, I had this owl feather from Squawk. Um, that's very useful. And um, I have a pearl that I picked up uh, a couple of days ago back in the plug hole. So this is what I need. This is what needs replacing. You have a week or so to get me these items. But I'll do it now. I, I, I don't know where I'll find a pearl in the arena. Well, I mean, like, we're halfway through the week now, so you'll have, like, three days. That's that's more than enough time. Get creative. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll go to a shop. Right. Maybe. So do, you want to know, do you want to know now? Yes. Okay. Um, so Rothgon will then pull out his chalk, and he will draw a five-point star in a circle around it and um, lay down Scrog's rotted, gross, matted um, feather in the middle. Um, placing the pearl central and he will flip open his book and sit there his eyes cast over white and he spends 10 minutes doing a ritual cast of identify cool and uh, what you discover matt is uh, that this is a magical weapon that does acid damage uh, and it also allows you to do a breath weapon attack once uh, oh. per long rest. Tokaj is a dragon now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can do a 60 foot... Is it 60 or 30? 30. 30 foot what you said um, acid spray, basically. Nice. Tokaj is very happy with this, so he's going to... Um, I believe that ability is once every 24 hours. Uh, once every long rest, I'm going to say. Once every long it's, rest. It's, 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 so I think it's easy to manage that way, isn't it? <laughs> once a day, he's going to try and hit the barbarians with this this attack as well. From from the, for the second half of the week, he's just going to every day test it out on the barbarians, see if he can get them lining up, which I'm sure they won't do willingly, but he's going to make a game out of it. And um, do a um, do a per, per, uh, persuasion check. Tokaj with his uh, minus one in charisma. Somehow still rolls a nat 20. (laughs) Literally every day you get them to line perfectly up. 
They seem unable to learn from the, the the day before's disaster, and they even seem quite confused about what just every time confused about how it happened and what happened. Amazing. Um, oh. So while uh, they mean, do, these recover, guys are almost becoming my new best friend. Not quite. Ratsnick is oh. definitely. I mean, Ratsnick is making me grow twice my size every day. I mean, I'm a giant at four foot four every single time he casts in large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so whilst they do recover, they are now looking quite badly scarred. <laughs> you do, this is why I am the favourite of the seven. You do not mess with Tokaj. <laughs> is that Tokaj's turn? That is, yes, I think Tokaj has had a good week of it. Don't forget, that? you've got a debt to pay. Me. Oh, Grongle. Nobody's even spoken to Grongle. Poor Grongle. I know, right? Grongle. Hey, let's have a weekend. Not, but there's a reason for that, which he'll say now. Um, so as soon as the um, the little dream sequences are over, um, Grongle channels divinity and turns invisible. Ooh. Um, and spends most of the next week um, dipping in and out of shadows and invisibility um, and just sort of appears behind characters at different points. It's like, oh, goddess had to keep an eye on these lot. <laughs> Not sure why. And then, like, every now and then just, like, puts his knife to, like, the kidneys or their side. And he's like, got to watch out for spikies in the dark, haven't we? Oh, don't fall backwards now. Your life will be forfeit. Um, and just basically creeps around for the whole thing, brings food <laughs> when he needs to. Um, yeah, and goes off to that room for like a, a, a series, quite a, a large portion of the day, um, doing some sneaking. So, what you discover in that room is that it appears the only there's a door out of the room. Mm -hmm. um, but um, the uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny has the key. Um, and it, 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 with all your checking on this door, it, it looks like pretty much the key will be your only way through. It seems really bloody tough, like a yeah. big steel door. Um, That's cool. I probably tried to have picked it, I guess, in that time I found out that yeah, it's key only, baby. Yeah. Hmm. Every time Grongles come up to Tokaj, because Tokaj does have blind sight, so he will have just instinctively put his shield between this invisible being that's coming up to him and himself anytime Grongles tried to come up to Tokaj. Oh. Very sneaky. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, also in your sneaking you discover that this uh that the person in the shadows is this little wizened um elf uh who just mutters to himself about various spells. Um Okay. Um what do they look like? Uh, like a wizened old man, like a proper, like a wizard. They look mm. like a wizard. <laughs> like, like a wizard. Look like a wizard. They really Gandalf-esque, but older. Grongle uh, doesn't like to judge based on appearances. <laughs> 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 so yeah, big, big, uh, big blue sort of robes with stars and moons on, and a big wide-brimmed hat. Um, and, uh, right. yeah. yeah, full wizard. I mean, he's a wizard. He's a wizard. Um, he, uh, he he calls himself um, Wimmerall the Wizard. That's what he calls himself. So. 
it's not his name, but so he calls himself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he adds the, the wizard. Nobody ever else. <laughs> uh, but he's. Do you say he's just sort of like muttering to himself the whole time? Yeah, muttering, sort of, uh, you know, uh, doing little thaumaturgy type spells. Mm. He really keeps himself to himself. This one's weird, isn't it? Talking to itself the whole time, sitting in darkness. No, who said that? Who said that? Who was that? I'm going to take his hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you take his hat and uh, let's see what spells Wimmer or no, shall we? Uh-oh. Oh, it kill. As you go to take his hat, um... Can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? Uh-oh. Ooh. Yes. What did you roll? And that one, by the looks of things, but it rolled twice. Oh, dear. And that one. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. So, yeah, as you go to take his uh, hat, um, you... Um... Die. <laughs> just instantly got dead. That's it. That's the end of Grungle. Game Basically, over. yeah, you are completely. You, you he, he cast hold person, and uh, so you go to take his hat, and then you're sort of frozen with this hat just above his head, um, and he sort of he basically stares at you and tell you and sort of is daring you to try and get away or to drop the hat. Can can he see me? Because I would have been invisible at that point. Oh, you took it while you were invisible. Mm. Oh, uh, we have to be able to see you. I know. So we can't oh, do that. Okay. That's why I said it. Well, fine. You get away with his hat. Uh, his hat goes. Oh, hang on. He can see the hat. Yeah, he can. Um... I'm going to let you roll. Okay, roll at advantage then. Technically, you kind of did. Yeah. He did, okay, so the other one was 24 then. <laughs> so you pass. He, he fails to stop you running away with his hat. Excellent. <laughs> <Bloody> um... <laughs> uh, six seconds later. Um, can I, uh, before he does that, can I... In... Floats above, right in front of your face, like you're running away with his hat and a battle axe appears like that in front of you. Okay, um, as he does that, I'm going to invoke duplicity, which is going to split me and everything I'm carrying. Uh, so there's two invisible grongles with two hats. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. And uh, the aim of his game is to put them on Mavis and Gerald. There's only one, there's only one zombie. Oh, yeah. Jenny. <laughs> I've never heard Luke have such disdain in his I know, it's strange ever. Except for one of Paul's NPCs So how does that work then? Is one of them real and one of them Yeah, one of them is illusionary I think Let me just get him up Uh as an action, you create a perfect illusion of yourself uh, that lasts for a minute. Um, I'm guessing think. the illusion wouldn't be invisible. 
Um, is invisibility a concentration spell? It is. It's a channel divinity. That isn't. But would oh. invisibility? No, invisibility doesn't drop on a die. It says, I know it says if you attack mm -hmm. or take damage, you lose invisibility. Mm -hmm. I would say still, maybe. Okay, okay. you're still invisible, but your duplicate is now visible. <laughs> run, run! <laughs> Get out of here! This axe, this war, this uh, axe goes chasing your invisible version across the arena. Uh, what? Uh, sorry, the visible but not you version. It goes chasing it across the uh, arena, uh, and I am going to attack the invisible version of you. Uh, the visible version of you. Um, just check this spell. He's invisible, visible, the boy is invisible, then gets another visible one. <laughs> you're also 15. Finished. So attack. Yeah, I think I just hit. So does the duplicate automatically disappear? Yeah, I think it just hits and it disappears. So the duplicate now disappears with the hat? Yeah. So in now the meantime, can I put it on the, on the zombie? Yeah, I yeah. say you've had enough time to put it on. Yes. On uh, Gerald. We'll keep Sorry, Jamie, we'll get to you. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm still working out stuff. Oh, okay. So, the wizard now... Um, can, uh, can Gerald do a wisdom saving throw, please? <laughs> Gerald, oh... Lord. Wow. Um, okay, let's find out what it is. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a minus. Let's load his character sheet. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Gerald's rolled a six on his oh. wisdom saving throw. Wormerald stands up and he says, Bring me my hat. And uh, Gerald just starts stomping across the arena towards mm. Wormerald with the hat. Oh. So Basic's not going to be best, please, but he's going uh, to be focused with Takai. He's just going to let it go. Fine. And so, yeah, Gerald works. So, while, so now Wormerall's got quite into using command on Gerald. So, as <laughs> would Rothgar have been seeing this? I mean, it's happening in the arena. It's yeah. uh, happening over the sort of period of the week. I'm just so, wondering, like, and, and, and the wizard, did he come out into the arena? No, he stayed. He, he's he's in the arena, but he's basically wherever the shadow is. That's where he decides to reside. He hasn't moved from his location. He's just cast spells from where he was. I'm just uh, wondering if seeing Ratsnick lose control of Gerald and Gerald going off to do his own thing, wherever Rothgon would do counter spell. Hmm. I mean, it's up to Roth. I don't know why Rothgon would, but he's welcome to if he wants to flex. Yeah, Rothgon flexes and um, <laughs> casts counter spell on your command. Uh, at level okay. three. So at level three, so this automatic that automatically works, doesn't it? Um, if your spell was less than level three, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. So uh, Gerald sort of starts to walk towards the wizard and then immediately stops walking toward the wizard. <laughs> and I need to check. Uh, we're a team, guys! We're a team! <laughs> we're a team. Two so, towns yeah. divinities and a spell slot later. <laughs> <laughs> the fight isn't today. Six seconds later, 
Uh, he casts command again. Oh my god. <laughs> this wizard is not moving from his spot. He is just going to keep attempting to cast spells until he gets his hat back. Oh, okay. This put Ratsnick out of just. They will just give a wink to Rothcon and he just clap his eyes and go, nah! And he cast counter spell again. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of amusement. He didn't care to start with. He's busy at this point with Takaj, but now yeah. now he's entertained. This is uh, Okay. So... <laughs> Let's have a look. This is an hour of battle where nobody's fighting. Imagine poor general. Gerald is just walking backwards and forwards yeah. at this point. So, yeah, I think Gerald's got a certain way across. He's sort of halfway between the two. And uh, the wizard's getting a bit peed off with it. So now he casts Hold Person on Gerald. Oh, my God. Um, oh my I'm just going to assume these spells work. Uh, no, you can do a wisdom saving throw if you want. Yeah. Come on, Gerald, nat 20. <laughs> go for it. Resist him, Gerald. Um, let's yeah, see. On, Gerald. Wisdom save. We're behind you. No, I'm a nine. Oh, Gerald um, rolled a nine and fails. Counter spell on your Hold for God's sake. I'm loving Ollie. Ollie in the chat of the Twitch. Like, I love that this is what the group is focusing on. Oh, this is so on brand. Uh, I mean, for sake of like, few, rats, they could probably do it for like a couple more rounds and then he'll get bored and just I've let it be done. But for um, now, he has blown his counter spell load. The second, the second counter spell goes, I will cast Speak with Dead so Jell can speak. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, wow. <laughs> what did Gerald say? What do you have to say about this? Tricks. <laughs> so, uh, so Wormerall can cast command four times. Um, okay. I've got three counter spells. I've got two. Although you've five. been using some of your spells, guys. I mean, I you have say... been today. I mean, we haven't. Yeah. Well, yeah. You would have done. Um... Yeah, so I've got, I've got two, because we've about to use one Animate Dead to keep Gerald um, these days. So I've got two counter spells. Rothgon would have, without meaning to sort of meta this, Rothgon probably would have been using first level spell slots, because that's where his new abilities are in his level of sorcery. Um, so the third levels of his Warlock abilities is stuff that he can already do, so why would he be focusing on that. So today he's exhausted his warlockness uh, by pissing off the DM. <laughs> so Wormerald like, like, Wormerald still doesn't want to move and he's like, oh, come on, guys. Oh, guys, come on. I just want my hat back. Just, oh, guys, come on. Um, can I please ask um, Mr. Um, Mr. Dradsnik, is, uh, why, is this, why is this man, this hiding man, why is he bothering bothering your Gerald? No, it's just um, I think he's jealous of how, how good Gerald looks in the hat. <laughs> he's jealous. Oh. Now, have you Gerald? Have you stolen little man's hat? Is is Gerald got this speak a speak on yeah, yeah. what he can still speak? What would yeah. Gerald sound like? I think he'd be he'd be like um certainly not. It's um it's been given to me by that uh, that lovely goblin there. All right. Okay. It's a um, gift, so... so it is now mine. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's normally a lot quieter than this. He doesn't normally even say anything to me. Exactly. Uh, which, uh, I've been magically blessed. So why are you um? 
leave Gerald alone. I'm clearly, like, the hat has changed hands more than two times. And um, that means that it is now Gerald's hat. Well, at, at this point, at this point, the two centaurs come galloping over and say, Lead, uh, okay, we're here now, don't worry, we're all we're here, we can solve this as the, uh, clearly the, uh, the, the higher beings in the arena, uh, we'll take charge now, yes, yes, we'll take charge, we're gonna take charge now, uh, <laughs> Okay, so I think I think the man, the, the wizard man, he definitely had the hat, and he had the hat first. I think you'll find his hat. He does not have it now. It is not his hat no more. Do you see what I'm saying? It is now Gerald's well, I, hat. I, I, I very much see what you're saying, but I Rock think you're a lizard. Um, I'm not sure you have a valid point. We'll be Rock taking on. the hat. Rothgon cast command on the centaurs and uh, oh <laughs> silence. <laughs> Okay. Saving throw. <laughs> on, That's what I was going to do. <laughs> uh, here we go. Sorry, let me find the, this. I wasn't expecting much, uh, so much rolling at this point <laughs> in the game. I thought I had a fun, fun time. But, guys. Uh, okay. So, um, is this hat even fucking special? Like, what does the hat do? It's the perception of value, Mua. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what, guys? Do you know what? You're like the guys who like the the you go you go to the weird kid in the corner of the dressing room and just take his shoes. <laughs> You're those guys. You know when you see shoes on a phone cable and you don't know who put it there? It was you guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so you're going to cast, uh, come on, you can only cast command on one of them, because there's two of them. Well, I think um, Gronk got... So there's a man and a woman, uh, Wait. a male and a female. Central. You're casting command? I was going to cast silence. <laughs> okay, we'll cast silence on one, I cast command to silence on the other. Okay, uh, so is this a wisdom saving throw? So, okay, wisdom saving throw. Oh, you do pass, so you don't have to shut up. Well, I don't know, hang on, let me look at the chat. What did I roll? A 16. Oh, very good. You can't try magic on us. Oh, no. All good, but a 20-foot radius no sound can escape from. No save. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, they, they just trot out of the 20-foot radius. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Worth it. More is just, just left there, like, mouthing and not really understanding why nothing is coming out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like when a tech issue happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is how I, I feel with really Pushtop. I don't know what you mean. Tech issue. I didn't realize he was acting. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're not classically trained. Uh, so basically, for, for the rest of the week, uh, so the central sort of lose a bit of interest, uh, but for the rest of the week, Wormer will basically at any given moment, attempts to control Gerald. He's got it into his head that this is what he wants to do. Uh, and so I think as the week goes by, this happens more. No, 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 no. As, you can't do as the week goes by. Do you know why? Why? Because I haven't had my turn yet. I'm just, I'm, I'm moving us, I'm moving us forward from this, whether this is, this is, <laughs> Because uh, it was supposed to be snapshots of the week, and we came to a very specific moment of bullying the weird kid. Uh, um... 
<laughs> Guys, leave Moe's character alone. <laughs> uh, it's good, though, because I did get to look at what spells we've got. Uh, you all now know what spells the wizard's got, so you guys have... It's strategy. Strategic. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, does that... I don't even know whose turn we're on, but obviously, I think it's probably time to move on. Is it still Connor's turn? Is Connor, are you happy that Grongle's Yeah, it's, it, uh, Grongle's happy um, in his capacity that he can be happy. Um, he's apathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Got a raging apathy on right now. <laughs> uh, so, we're on to uh, Morn. Morn, what do you spend the week doing? You're very lucky, Mr. DM, because I have a very simple plan for the week. Um, other than uh, helping Roscon with his, his tiny Roscon, um, who seems to get more and more whiny over the week. I have seen some shit. That is all I'm saying. I've seen some shit. <laughs> it's so weird um, hearing Morn swear. I, I know, I know. It's what so, being a parent um, does to her. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what Morn does over the week um, I might do it out of the accent because it's probably easier. Um, what she does over the week is she's trying to test. Um, oh, oh uh, that was a question. Uh, do I did I get new armor with my battle master? No. Okay, it's not battle master. Sorry, it's heavy armor master. Okay, cool. Um, so what she's doing is testing this new like strength that she has. So she goes around trying to get the different people to like lob things at her she can work out um what kind of damage uh, she has more resistance to uh, what you now, what, 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 what you what you find oh sorry yes yes Stephen. so rothcon would offer his assistance and um basically he strikes up a fireball that starts off blue in his hand then he bounces it to the other hand and it turns green and then like skulls and like necrotic energy comes from it then he bounces it back and it turns to a shard of ice then he bounces it back it's back to fire and then he keeps doing this and basically he's casting chromatic orb at you a number of times which means he gets to pick the damage type between bear with me i've said some of them um ice fire uh poison uh if, 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 almost every single elemental yeah. type so, uh, of yeah. the, the, hitting the, you with <clears throat> elemental. Go on, Jamie. Uh, so, uh, Morn will kind of just stand there looking a complete wreck with a smile <laughs> on her face um, and say, No, I, I do not think, um, I don't think anything magical is um, uh, a good idea. Uh, clearly, uh, it I do not have resistance to this kind of thing. Maybe, oh. uh, perhaps, um, I might just go and get some of the horsey people to kick me or something. I think, um, <laughs> but thank you very much, Rothcon. I appreciate your assistance. And she just like drags her burnt, freezing, <laughs> poisoned self over to the over to the corner for a bit of a rest before you know, she asks the uh, horse people to kick them kicker so yeah so the horse people are like why would you want why would you want us to kick you yes why would you want us to kick you 
oh well um i have this thing i i think i feel like i am i'm stronger to certain things so i'm trying to work out what hurts and what doesn't hurt quite so much so if you could just kick me like once really hard just right here that would be very good thank you oh, so they so uh yeah so uh he turns around and uh, sort of kicks you hard with his back two hooves and uh, now the way i see now you can choose how you want to see this but the way i see um uh, heavy battle monster is that actually you're more dexterous the reason that it misses is not to do with it you being stronger it's actually you take glancing blows so mm -hmm. i i sort of see Morn as suddenly becoming sort of near less matrix style <laughs> and she's just... <laughs> it's time. Oh, yeah promotion. nice uh, so the hooves still kind of take they hit you but it's sort of glancing blows so you're taking far less damage every time this is good. Thank you very much, um, people whose names I would ask, but I will probably forget them. So, um, <laughs> she basically, this is what she does all week, pretty much. She's going to the different barbarians. Um, uh, she goes to Kaj. Oh, hey, yeah. oh, oh, hey, yeah. oh. Yep, all the birds. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, uh, uh, it's not D&D &D related, but it is related. A minor anecdote. Um, I once went to do a concert in Norway and I arrived and the choir who were backing me up um, introduced themselves to me and three ladies in, the in a row went, hello, I am, I am Helga. Oh, hi, nice to meet you, Helga. Hello, I am Helga. Uh, nice to meet you, Helga. Hello. I am Helga. And I thought they were all taking the piss out of me. I thought they were like, oh, English lady, this will make a, <laughs> this will be hilarious. But no, there were no less than four Helgas in the choir. <laughs> wow. Let's That's not have any of it. your Norwegian bas bashing, shall we, Moa? We know what you Swedes are like. Oh, yeah, those, those, that, I, that really noble <laughs> rivalry that I'm fully aware of. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so uh is that so that's is that morn's week yeah that's morn's week and by the end of the week she's worked out uh what kind of damage she can take on and what she can't <laughs> clearly oh. so yeah after about a week uh jenny comes into the arena she says okay so you've all you know i've seen you all work some of you slightly more ridiculously than other <laughs> Um, and uh, Wormer goes, oh, 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 can I have my hat? Oh, my hat. Give me my hat back. I want my hat. And Jenny says, if you lost your hat, nobody's getting it back for you. And uh, so, yeah, he's uh, Gerald basically gets to keep the hat. Yay! Uh, yes! <laughs> and uh, so uh, two, two, uh, two sort of great big orcs come walking in behind her, and they're carrying uh, a, a whole suit of heavy armour. And uh, it's dropped into the arena. And she says, apparently Gorf wanted you to have this looking at Morn. Yeah. And uh, uh, you recognize it pretty quickly as um, Stan Tuclaw's armor. Um, but it's been repainted a sort of pearlescent blue. Uh, it sort of almost looks like a boy racer's car. It sort of changes color as you sort of uh, move around. It. And it's, it's clearly been completely changed. Um, like for Morn, although it is missing one glove. <laughs> it's full plate armor, uh, which is f has fire immunity. <laughs> Who says I can't be a generous DM? 
that is Morn Morn will literally be doing what she does in her character artwork. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that Morn is now to fire what Achilles was to damage. She's got one <laughs> hand. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe her left. Oh, this is oh, this is so nice. That 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 um that little growth growth man. He um. I, I think I think he might uh, be a friend. That is nice. Look, look, Takash, look, look at what Mon has got. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so pretty. It's pretty. Can I can I throw fire at it? Um, hang on, wait. I put it on. Um, and so she makes him wait for like. <laughs> he <laughs> will sit there enraptured <laughs> by her putting this on. It's an, it has a silver. It has a big silver dragon's head on the breastplate. Oh, nice. This is awesome. Just stood um, up his hand in his pockets the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a whole metal gauntlet on, so his, his pocket is quite bulgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Rothgon pleased to see you, or has he just got a fire-resistant gauntlet? <laughs> it is, I, I, uh, I do not understand why uh, it is missing a hand, but, but my old gauntlet is also quite good, so this is fine. I, I I only need one to be fire resistant. Quick, somebody, somebody set me a light. <laughs> so, somebody <laughs> set me a light. You start, you start sounding like Schwarzenegger then. Tokash also has chromatic orb, so he's going to just create this um, kind of orb of fire and just throw it at Morn. Uh, who will kind of buckle in the in the middle and then be. Hey! I is not even singed. This is great. Rothgon <laughs> will sort of like scoff and sort of just push Pi to Takaj and then throw Fireball at Morn. <laughs> <laughs> Morn is going to duck with her new uh, <laughs> her newfound dexterity. Uh, she's going to try and duck it. But of course she can't duck out of um, fire damage very well. So it, no, it's it, just going to keep her it, yeah, it, but it's not to do with my decks. It's it's about my armor, um, uh, being a being a heavy armor master. Um, so yep, it's gonna hit her. It hits you. In the it does absolutely. You're not you're not even warmed by this fire. It's sort of <laughs> it's, it's as if you've got sort of a, a layer of just air around you, and the fire just and yes, nothing. fire immunity, isn't it? It's not even fire resistance. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't really fully like... thought, I'm not sure I've fully thought this through, but we'll see. <laughs> it's, like someone is, it's like someone is throwing snowballs at me. It's funny. <laughs> um, so uh, while you're sort of messing around, this is going on. You hear a um, scuffling from the um, from the from from one end of the um, arena, and uh, two more orc guards. Uh, come in and between them is uh, a hooded, a tall, uh, slender, uh, hooded woman. Um, and she's sort of struggling against them as they come in and they just fling her into the arena. And... Ooh. Can I bring her on? Drum roll, please. <laughs> oh. I wonder who this is, as if someone's getting into character right now. Hang on. Can you see that? Where have I put it on? Oh, yeah. Where is it? You can't see it, can you? Hang on. 
There we oh, go. There oh. she is. Moa is unhappy with this picture I've chosen, but we're waiting for the character art to come through. I can't uh, see anything. Sorry. You see it on the token, yeah. I can't see the token. I can. Uh, so don't worry, guys. There's a there's this uh, this figure slump uh, sort of lands um, superhero style, sort of one fist on the floor, um, and then stands up. Do we want description or go for it? Tell us what she looks like. So before you, you see a very tall woman, probably about six foot, human, with a long cloak um around her kind of hiding her face uh she's got sort of a mixture of leather and and metal armor about her but mostly enabling her to be able to move around um sword uh rapier at her um at one side daggers um sheathed around her and and across and um a longbow on her back and she slowly stands up and pushes back her hood and uh, says, Right, well, what do we have here then? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and her luscious blue locks flow out be behind her, and you see um, the scar just crossing her face, um, cutting through. Um, one of her eyes and she's got one blue eye one grey eye and uh, she stands very sort of dramatically and observes the scene before her um, and yes blue has arrived oh my god <laughs> and Joy Amy can you roll a perception check for me I reckon I can do that possibly um, my perception check is bear with because um, raw twenties being a bit weird. Why aren't you rolling? <laughs> it's not rolling. Sorry, I'm just going to to roll a, a d20 and um, so oh, I rolled. Great. Three, but then you need to add two, so five. I rolled a five. Yeah, you perceive nothing. Thanks for that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Uh, so, um, so while you're sort of surveying this uh, woman, um, Jenny says, um, "Dragon, you seem very pleased with your new armor. Fight her." <gasps> oh. Uh, hello, lady with um with very nice blue hair. I like it. It is it is good. If I could grow hair, I would hope to have hair like this. Um, apparently we have to do fighting. Um, so uh, nice to meet you. Prepare to die. <laughs> uh, roll for initiative. By the way, as soon as we entered, um, Grongle's just like genuflecting. He's like down on one knee. Like as small as it can be, like sort of prey stance. Sorry, oh, Paul, okay. was that everyone will finish Uh Anyone who <laughs> feels like they want to be involved in this, if you want to be a bystander, you don't have to. Yeah, Ratsnake probably wouldn't get it. He's going to sit and watch. Um, Rothgon will roll initiative, but may not take action. Yeah, Tokaj is kind of like, if Morn looks like she needs help, 
Tokaj would want to jump in, but doesn't at the moment think she would, so would let her carry on. So I will roll. Um, I cannot select um, my token, but um, I will roll for initiative, and you can like assign it. Oh, and I got oh. a nut! Yay! Oh, you've used up your nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can now move your token, Moa. Oi, thank you very much. So, tell us what your initiatives are then, gang. I got a nat 20, which, but it, with my initiative, it's a 24. 22. Uh, Tokaj got a 17. One got to five. Uh, uh, a nine. A nine one got. Rothgon got a five, so he's really just seeing what goes on. <laughs> Some reason on my little order counter. Um... Yeah, you have to add Gongol and um, Blue because they didn't. Um... We can was click a... on ours. I could. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Grongle, what am I going to do with you? Too busy simping, apparently. <laughs> Grongle can roll again, then. As that was loose. I don't know how to, I don't know how to add people. Uh, Right-click on the token, then turn. That's your easiest way. Well, this is fun for everyone at home. <laughs> Grongle is quite happy with his 22. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Blue is very happy with her 24, so... Although Momo is frantically trying to figure out, what can I do? <laughs> what can you do that's actually going to attack me oh, yeah. anyway? What? At the distance you are as well. Someone's new away. name is Putting you in. Blue, got 24. I mean, luckily none of you at home can see the mess I'm making of the... <laughs> token thing. Our master DM is just surpassing himself. We can always go old school and one of us track it. What did oh Grongle man, remember the days when we used to have to track it? Right? What did Grongle oh. get? Well, we've got a 22. 22, okay. In the old days when we used to roll dice. You I what miss now? rolling dice. I miss an excuse to buy more dice. I haven't, I haven't had to buy dice in, in many months. I haven't had to buy dice. Doesn't mean <laughs> I've not bought them. <laughs> okay. Good so, point. Um, did um, Morn move when she went to speak to Blue? Uh, no. of course she did uh she would have moved um i'm gonna move her to where she was when she was speaking to her she is that's about she's about 30 feet away from blue so down the center so the arena is a big oval and down the center are uh, 10 uh pillars in two uh rows and uh mourn is pretty much central in the um, arena, and blue is at one end of this row of columns. And it is Moa's turn. Um, blue <laughs> is going to stand 
Um, and almost like, you know, in like those old Western films where you get that close up on their hand, kind of like over their, like, <laughs> over their gun holster. She says her hands are going to kind of be um, sort of feeling the air. She's just going to test it. She's going to observe what's going on. And she's just going to say, right, well, let's see what you got. And is going to... She is going to cast. <gasps> Turns out we're going to have a lot of chromatic orbs flying around the place. <laughs> um, she is going to cast chromatic orb at morn. Um, let's see what happens. Please um, say you do fire, just for the lols. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Moa will ever do a fire attack again, will she? <laughs> Sadly, she only got a nine. To, oh, why? Christ, I rolled like shite. Um, yeah, only got a nine to hit. Uh, Morn looks very confused when it like sails past her head. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that really, that really sassy comment like, <laughs> feels a bit like Cluster now. Never build up a spell with sass because no. it always <laughs> fails. The dice gods are against you. It hit for 17 flipping damage as well. One of the statues behind Morn has now kind of got a chunk missing, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's what I'm imagining. It's thrown, it's gone over her head, and it's just kind of caused like rubble to rain down. And whilst the rubble rains down, um, and I mean, it's it's chilly rubble because it was cold damage that I'd chosen. Um, uh, whilst this sort of snowy rubble rains down upon you, she's going to use um, cunning action and she's going to dash um, forward and is going to um, come towards uh, Morn um, and and see, right, let's get a look at you. Um, and yell to Grongle, come on, Grongle! Traitor! And so, uh, yeah, so um, Blue's about five foot from, well, but yeah, it's about five foot from Morn at the moment. So uh, it, it would need a 10, ten foot reach to uh, hit her. Um, and with that, I'm guessing it's Grongle's turn. Yeah, it is. <laughs> kind of just spoke about the mic. So, so Grongle is going to move, uh, like, sort of scrabbling from the floor uh, upon Blue's request and get right behind her and cast Warding Bond. Uh, so I popped it in the chat. Basically, uh, Blue, you get a uh, plus one to your AC and any saving throws, you get resistance to all damage. Oh. And we share her damage you take. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Grongle, I knew that was a reason I kept you around, darling. <laughs> <laughs> your body is mine, goddess. Is that Grongle's frozen? I'm just disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> is that Grongle's dead? Um, um, probably. I need to figure out how I can do as a bonus action, but for now, yeah, let's see where the, let's see where the chips may lie. Okay, so it's Tokaj's turn now. Tokaj is um, going to ask Morn. He's just going to be like, Morn, should sh sh Tokaj help? 
Um, I'm happy. I mean, you can buff me if you would like to, but other than that, um... Bokage can do anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with that comment, Tokage is not going to actively do anything, but he's going to... Um, he's probably been playing with his sword, so he's going to drop the sword to the ground. It's going to kind of fizzle out of existence before it hits the ground, and his longbow is going to appear in his hands, and he's just going to ready an action um, at Grongle, ready to shoot Grongle if Grongle makes an attack against Morn. Okay. And with that, we're on to Morn's turn. Morn is uh, going to take a step forward and oh, oh come on so uh, roll 20 is being very very weird but this is fine she's going to take a step forward and uh, her flail uh, attempt to wallop blue uh, with a 22 to hit battle hit battle hit <laughs> with it Battle hit with it. It's going to be very difficult for me to keep my accent now that you're Irish. Gosh. Oh, never mind. It's magic that I had a thing for, but it, this isn't magic. And that is um, uh, 25. Uh, oh. Huh. Well, that is not right. It's doing the um, uh, the wrong thing for the for the damage. I do apologize. If you click the bit that says flail plus one, where it's rolled in the chat, that should give you the damage. Ah. Eleven. There we are. You have eleven flail damage. Halved. What a flesh wound. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> half but rounded up, so six. Yeah. Oh, um, it's a grungle. Uh, nice. Mon is a little bit kind of put out that it doesn't seem to have hurt as much as it should do, so she does it again. <laughs> <laughs> Flick. And that's 21 to hit. Yeah. Right here. And 9 damage. Well, not half Um, And with that, that is uh, end of Morn's go. So that's what? Three, uh, 6 and 3, so 9 damage in total. No, no, no. Five and six. Eleven damage in total. Eleven damage. Oh, okay, well. Um, and if you're looking, Morn, uh, Grongle just, like, any damage that um, Blue took is just, like, it's just see, lacerations are just appearing on his body. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Okay, so now we're on to... Now Rothgon's got some choices to make. So, Rothgon probably has uh, like a tankard on him or something. Pours it out of the top pocket, takes a sip, puts it back away. Um, and he kneels down and touches the ground and his wings close in around him. And he shoots off about 20 foot into the air as he casts Fly on himself. Um, he will then fly 5, 10, 15. So what have I spent so far? 15 and I say 20 foot in the air. So 35 foot. Um, so you hover here by Morn. And Morn is going to feel something on her back, um, like a crawling motion. 
and then a baby Rothgon head is just going to poke itself up on the shoulder and be like, I help, I help, <laughs> and then pop itself on Morn's shoulder. Uh, whereas adult Rothgon flies maybe another 20 foot higher, and that ends his turn. So that's basically his way of saying, I've got your back. Nice. And there's just the baby Rothgon clapping his hands on your shoulder. Let's kill things! <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on to Blue. Um, and Blue is going to have sort of re- taken um, that uh, damage from you and it's sort of going to have rippled through and, and into and lacerated Grongle. And she's just going to turn around and plant a hand on... Um, Morn's chest and cast uh, Shocking Grasp. (gasps) Hopefully, anyway. Um, And... Oh, for fuck's sake! It's only eight to hit. Why was she wrong? Wait, hang on. There seems to be an issue with your plus. Yes, no, it's plus five. It should be plus five, so that should be... 13 to hit. 13 to hit. No, that does not hit. Mm-hmm. Didn't think so. Darn it. Um, yeah, she, Blue is, Blue is going to be a bit like... Right, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> is that Blue's turn? Yeah. Because <laughs> I keep using magic. She wanted magic. Questions, but then we'd be meta questions because Gabriel <laughs> knows stuff that Rothgon doesn't. God damn it! Uh, and Grongle. Okay. Um, I need a ruling because it doesn't say one way or the other, and I've just had a little, little, um, little Google to see if I could help myself. With warding bond, if I healed Blue, would that heal Grongle as well? Like uh, everything shared. It it doesn't say anything about healing at all. It it specifies damage and doesn't say anything about healing. I would say not. Would yeah, it say yeah, if it doesn't say anything about healing, no, uh-huh. it's just, just damage. Just so I know. Um, so I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians as an action, and then I'm going to heal Blue with Healing Word as a bonus action. Um, can I just check, Connor? What level are you casting Spirit Guardians at? Uh, third. Rock on cast counter spell. <gasps> yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that third level, that just doesn't happen, does it? Nope. <laughs> uh, do the heal. I feel I've made an enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Luke will tell you I have very bad associations with spirit guardians. (laughs) 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 So, not happening on this battlefield. (laughs) Uh, Seven seven health back, Moore. Oh, thank you. That's all right. I need to figure out a new push to talk thing because it just keeps taking my spells away as I do it. That's why it's taking me a while. Yeah, yeah. change mind to control rather than space. Do that now. Uh, and is that Grongle's turn? Apparently, yeah. 
better. Um, wow. Because that was an attack against Morn, um, Tokaj will have, before his go, because he readied his action from previous, he will take that arrow shot at Grongle. I'm sorry, what was an attack against? Huh? You attempted to cast a spell that would have attacked. No, I created Spirit Guardians, which wouldn't have done anything specified to anyone. Spirit Guardians would have slowed Morn down and done her damage. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's. Yeah, uh, ruling. Tokaj, roll um, an Arcana check to see if you would know what a Spirit Guardian did. I think it probably appeared momentarily before Rothgon stopped. Yeah, it. I haven't got a clue <laughs> with a nat one there. <laughs> Tokaj oh, does not God. know that. As yeah, I mean, as far as you you saw uh, him mutter something. And this sort of image of something flashed up, but what it was, you don't know. So it's up to you what you do with that information. No, that's fair. Tokaj wouldn't have had a clue that that was an attempted attack. So he will, yeah, not do anything with that. <laughs> okay, so it's Tokaj's turn though now. It is now Tokaj's turn. So Tokaj is going to um, just question Morn again. <laughs> and he's i mean he's not going to do anything without permission like this is morn's fight if she wants it to be morn's fight should 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 i help yet i think um i think it's okay not to do the helping actually Tokaj, i the pretty jenny lady she she said that we me and the blue lady have to fight i mean blue lady is cheating by using friends i i don't need to cheat <laughs> she says we've both gone doing counter spells. Blue <laughs> <laughs> will take a reaction. will take a reaction to that comment and raise an eyebrow. Tokash will just ready his bow again. Then uh, no one can see uh, tiny ruffles other than Morn. So <laughs> it's Morn's turn. Oh, this is good. Okay. So um, Morn is uh, confused by why Flail is is not working very well. Uh, so what she is going to do is she is going to put Flail back into uh, what's the word a belt utility belt, bring out longsword, and um, try to uh, you know stab at Lady with longsword. You'll have to. You, I'm going to rule. You have to drop the Flail. You can't put it away. Oh, flail. Oh, then I'm not putting it away. I'll try and hit her with flail again. <laughs> I was just trying to be more interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, you can put it. You can put it away as an action if you want. It's okay. It's it's fine. Um, it's twenty six. Twenty six, isn't she? Oh Jeez. my god. She's a hard oh. hitter. Well, the dice so gods are loving um. More. <laughs> They're loving more today. Uh, but he's only um he's only seven damage, which is not a lot. So it's only what. Three four. or uh, four, four. four, rounding up. Ugh, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Oh, she's just gonna. She's going to do the same thing again because, uh, you know, it's just a normal fight with normal lady. I, I don't know. Uh, that is a twenty to hit. Uh, is that enough? Twenty. That is um. It's not an. Oh, it's not, nat it's not it's natural. Not. No, it's not natural. And that. Is nine bludgeoning damage. You're getting very lucky on my uh, damage rolls. Mm. 
Look, you call it. <laughs> yes, I called it luck. Luck. I, I cannot say that word. Luck. Luck. I call it luck. I feel I'm taking a lot of damage for not much reason. Is that Morn's turn? Uh, Morin is going to uh, turn to look at Jenny and just kind of raise shoulders as if to say, is this what you want? <laughs> Jenny looks bored. Oh. Yeah, of course she does. Uh, I'm not so. That's not the DM's. The DM is loving this. Just Jenny is a bitch. So, uh, okay. Uh, so we're on to uh, Rothgon's turn. Rothgon flies five foot directly ahead of Morn, just slightly in front of her, and drops forty foot. And from him comes a cone of fire as he casts Burning Hands at Morn and Gongol. Not Morn and Gongol, sorry, at um, Blue and Gongol. You guys need to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Right. Well, that's a 21. So... 21. And which one? Connor, which one? <laughs> Push the talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, eight, I guess, not one. Oh no! God. I don't know why it. I don't know why it's. Um, oh, dear God. Is this, um, are you, you roll just a d20 and, and add your modifier if it's not quite working correctly? Because you've basically rolled that disadvantage otherwise. I mean, it's still not great. That's a twelve. <laughs> okay, so you need a fifteen to pass. So uh, blue passes and Gongle fails. Uh, here should be coming some damage. It's only nine for Gongol and um Gongol. Really? Oh wow, yeah. Four D sixes. Oh, hang on. How many ones is that counted? Two. You've got it got a Two, four, so those a one, a one and a three. Cool. So actually because of my fire adept, um the we ignore the ones and they're twos. So that's eleven. Yeah. Right. So that's eleven fire damage for Gongol and five. For blue, um, no, well, and there's six, less. Six, there's half, so it's three. It's three. Um, with that, Rothgon just gives a bit of a smirk and a wink at uh, blue, and then shoots off in the air, fifteen foot. I mean, technically fourteen for Grungle because I'm taking blue's damage as well. Well, <laughs> well actually, oh. actually, so can I uh, use my reaction to cast shield? No. <laughs> um, uh, what's the rules? No, shield wouldn't save you because it just ups your AC, sadly. Yeah, there's no AC. It's a saving throw. Oh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yes, you could have. Yes, if it was a normal attack, yeah. You could have been using shield against Morn's attacks. But I thought it was for magic. I really it was like, when you are attacked or targeted by the magic. Oh, wait. When... Oh, oh man. Everything. Yeah, so everything. Learning this shit. If hey, there was a spell attack targeted on you where there was like a plus to my magic, then yes. But because this was a area of effect, it just it's a magic that just happens. Um, right. Yeah. But I could have used it with with more. Yeah. Ah, yeah. fuck. Okay. Well, you live and you learn. I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to see how hard she can hit you. See. Do you know who uh, doesn't live and learn? Grongle. She's now down. Rock on. 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 R
Oh shit, okay, right. Oh, I really should have done that Does that mean that the warding bond is no longer up? Yep, I'm aware of that! Thank you! Oh, dear. As Rothgon flies off, 15 foot, hovering above Morn, um, baby Rothgon's just sat on Morn's shoulder going, AGAIN! AGAIN! Um, oh dear. Right, who is it now? It's oh, is blue. It oh, and she's going to see Grongles down and she's just going to go, oh, shit. Um, well then, I'd better, I'd better actually do the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, she's going to... Um, use her rapier and actually stab a bitch. And that's a 16 to hit. I'm afraid. Um, I'm doing it in my section. I can't help it. Um, but that does not hit Morn, I am afraid. Well, she's going to try again. And um, that's a 19. Um, I'm afraid that does not hit. Oh. <laughs> right, and then she's going to use her um, uh, cunning action. She's going to dash away um, and hopefully uh, draw, draw, <laughs> draw, draw him away from Grongle so that he can not get stabbed. Um, and yeah, she's going to run. How far can I run? Um, well, I wouldn't work it out yet because I'm going to. Obviously, I would get an attack of opportunity. No, you wouldn't, because it's um, cunning action. I'm a, I'm a rogue, you see. Yeah, Uncanny dodge. How does that work against Sentinel? No, that's uh, disengage. Yeah, I mean, I've got Sentinel. Disengage is different it's from dash, di by the way. Okay, well, can I disengage oh, okay. then? I assumed that's what you were doing. Yes, you that's what I meant. You want to do the other thing, more because if you disengage from me, I can attack you. No, disengage, you can't attack her because she you don't get a reaction. Why? Because that's how disengage works. Yeah, disengage yeah, but, um, doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. But... Does if you have Sentinel. Oh, but Sentinel. You won't, you won't, because you don't know that. So you do uh, attempt to disengage. Morn, can you put Sentinel in the chat, please? I no. can indeed. Uh -oh. oh, Paul um, is not playing. Uh, no! Okay, well. Oh, you know, I could have done that other thing. I'm still learning what all my spells are, and it turns out I had something that would have really helped. And yeah. I didn't do it so well. So, yeah, it's very much very clear in there. Mm. If you use disengage, she gets uh, an attack of opportunity. She gets uh, to use sentinel. Right. Well, here we go then. Right. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> Said Pat Benatar. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that I don't hit you more. <laughs> well, she hit. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you've been hitting hard. She so, what did you roll? Six. A 20, uh, I didn't roll a 26, but it's a 26. And what's the damage? Um, oh, um, what's... Oh, dear. Um, I, I rolled a nat 20. No, I didn't. No, no I didn't. 19. I, didn't. I, did. I rolled a 19. It's all right. I couldn't see the thing. 
Um, so that is 10 blood and damage. How's, how's blue looking? Um, blue is bloodied. Oh, I'm conflicted. So, yeah, blue, uh, you don't go any distance either because it's sentinel. (laughs) So, you don't even get away. (laughs) Okay. No, this is, this, it's all part of the plan. (laughs) Okay, so uh, it's Grongle's turn. Death saving throw, please, Grongle. Already on it. Uh, why, why is it advantaging everything? Uh, you've got a setting on there that, that does that. So roll it, yeah. roll it, roll it. Just uh, well, you—they both were over ten, so we'll we'll accept it. No, that I'll is. take the two. It's um... <laughs> stupid. Not this one. again. Not this again. <laughs> Connor, I can't I, do this. Don't I'm do ta- this. I'm taking the first one. It's a safe. Okay. And <laughs> uh, uh, now it's Tokaj's turn. Tarkaj is just going to now drop his longbow and it's again, it's going to fizzle out just before it hits the ground because, you know, Morn, Morn seems to be in, in control now. He's not worried one-on-one. He's still in initiative. He's still ready to get involved if necessary, but Morn has said she doesn't want help and it's one-on-one, so yeah. Okay, so it's Morn's turn. So... Mort is feeling a bit weird about this because, like, she's not been presented with an enemy and she's had a couple of rounds to think about what is going on and that this person's been dragged in and you've been told to fight, but, like, what's the benefit of it? Um, So she's going to do something that technically means she's still doing what she's told, but sort of not. Um, and Morn puts her uh, hand in front of her that doesn't have the flail in it um, towards uh, starts like like a magician would, you know, like you're getting very sleepy um, <laughs> <laughs> and tries to cast command. Okay, wisdom uh, saving throw. Wisdom saving throw, please. Um, and that is... That's um, it does not pass, and the command that I give is yield. Right. Um, okay. and and at that, so, oh, that's cool. That you're, yeah, go for it. Um, and at that, um, she would um, she didn't have any wep- uh, she didn't have any weapons in her hands because um. She, she, she didn't um, and um, she's just going to um, take um, a step back put her hood up and and just and sort of put her hands put her hands up and back um, the sea Jenny lady um, I win <laughs> and uh, yeah Jenny says oh very good it didn't take very much help from your tiefling friend, did it? Now get, and then she looks at Rothgod and she says, now get down from there. And uh, she just says, pathetic. 
tomorrow tomorrow we'll have a proper fight and if you just leave the arena Rothgon swoops uh, down. You're and... now out of you're now out of combat unless any of you want to carry it on for no Rothgon reason. Rothgon swoops <laughs> down and does spare the dying on Gongor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. This is how Rothgon uh, flirts. <laughs> Morn uh Morn goes to Blue um and puts her hands on her shoulders. Says I think there's something very fishy around here and I'm not talking about the smell of rust Ratsnick, that's just how he smells. Um, this seems strange. We were also brought here in a very undignified fashion. Um, I didn't, I have no reason to fight you right now. Um, I, I apologize, I, I'm not very quick on the uptake. Uh, is everything fine? More, do a can you do a perception check for me again, please? Okay, I am not that perceptive. Uh, as you know, dragonborns aren't particularly perceptive. Uh, yes. Ah, 21. Well, you rolled a 21. Fantastic. You somehow feel utterly connected to Blue. You feel like you are... Your, she, she feels like a sister. She feels like part of your family. She seems to be the thing that you have been looking for. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh. You will be safe with us. Oh, we're um, a little unusual in our methods, but um, I think I, I think you'll be safe with us. I, your little friend, hes I've spotted him a couple of times uh, during the past week. Uh, he seems quite sneaky. Sneaky is good. Uh, Tokaj is good at sneaking. He's quite good sneaky. Um, uh, I am uh, Karazer Morn, you may call me Morn. Uh, can I ask you your, your name? Uh, the name's Blue, and there's no need to apologise. You fought with honour, you fought well. I'm impressed. Thank you, and, and I like that your name is Blue. It is my favourite colour, um, which is handy because I am Blue. <laughs> <laughs> When the um, episode of Sisters of the Travelling Leather Fighting Pants is over, um, <laughs> I can't do much about your little friend here. He's stable for now, but I'm not going to be able to pick him up. Is someone able to do something, perhaps? Oh, um, yes, of course. I, I'm forgetting myself. Um, and she goes over to... Uh, I was going to say to Kaj, but it's Grongo. And I'm going to heal him for uh for ten. Uh so what I do is I have a healing pool that I can take from. So I put my hand on his forehead and my other hand kind of goes into a like a little bit of space uh and I pull through him a glowing blue sheen and it heals him for ten hit points. Thank you. <laughs> like a long time. <laughs> yeah, long yeah, that one, I, need to, I need a short version of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so as, uh, as Grongle, as you open your eyes, you just see this dragonborn bearing over you and you feel sort of this sense of well-being and kindness from her. Immediately vanish. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Blue is just going to say, oh, he'll, he'll be back when he's ready. Um, th thank you. Much appreciated. Um, he's an odd little bugger, but he comes in handy. Oh, we have two of those. <laughs> and yeah. the uh, centaur, the centaurs come, but the birds have been clapping along. They thought this was a great fight. They really enjoyed it. Uh, they did. They were like doing dancing and clapping. They loved it. Um, at one point, they did a whole routine. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> you sort of missed it because of the fighting. Yeah. Uh, Two centaurs come over. Oh, excellent fight! I'm oh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I think it's a, I think it's an all-in match tomorrow. <laughs> what do you mean all-in? Well, everyone fights tomorrow. Uh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. I feel like um, it's a shame we didn't. I mean, can we get some corpses from somewhere? Hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll make some corpses tomorrow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I suppose mm. rats and they can do his thing as we go. Uh, it takes a little bit longer, but uh, I got a new plan. It's okay. I'm not going to ask. Gonna, Blue is going to mm. turn and look at Ratsnick and just sort of look him up and down and say, and. And what's he supposed to be? A necromancer, for the most part. For the most part? Yeah. And and, and the other part? Uh, wizard stuff, but it's it's not as good as, uh, you know, like this. And he sort of gestures to this zombie wearing a wizard's hat, looking quite happy. <laughs> just stood there, just next to him. He's like, uh, this, this is pretty good. For clarity, he is not dead himself. He's mm. just disgusting. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Good good to know. Mm. Um and Blue's gonna turn to Morn. Um and she's gonna sort of lower her hood and um say, So how did you get here? Oh, it was quite quite the merry journey. We uh we went to a Christmas party, uh there was all kinds of you know, stabby stabbing and fire and things. Um, long story short, our friend, he, he got a... And uh, we had to leave him behind. Um, but uh, then we saw the seven and they were um, quite rude to us. Um, well, maybe not the cars. They seem to like him for some strange reason, but I am not bitter. Um, <laughs> and they sent us here. Um, something about training to be sentinels. Blue is going to just sort of nod and say, and who was your friend that you lost? Oh, he was um, a tiny little half-naked man called Lox. And she's going to, and she's going to nod and say, I see. Lox going to insight check that. Okay. Ooh. I don't have any. Oh, actually, no, I do have something in reserve. What did you roll? <laughs> uh, I rolled a two, but oh, it's going to have to be good. I'm going to put Dark One's Luck on it as well. So ten in total. Um, I think you, uh, you, you realise 
I think it's fair to say you notice. Um, actually, um, Moa, is Blue trying to conceal her reaction to that? Or is she trying to play it really poker-faced? Or um, it's She's not so much trying to conceal. She's just kind of making connections. Um, and sort of is like musing um she's not trying to be sneaky and like be super deceptive um so rothgon will pull a cigarette like thing out of a pocket or something click his fingers to give himself a light then pull out a tankard and offer this to blue just empty bottle of wine i have kicking around because choices (laughs) 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 <laughs> and just be like, so, uh, you know of the Mernick Corporation? The name's Rothgon, by the way. And Blue will will take it, open it, sniff it, and put the lid back, put the lid on, and hand it back with like a raised eyebrow of like, thanks, but no. And um, we'll just say, well, who doesn't? Yeah, well, your reaction there. I don't know. I thought. Uh... Thought it might have touched a nerve or something, or maybe there's something you know. He was a very close friend of ours, very close, the closest of friends. I've done fa- fam- I've done like business with the family, like practically like a second cousin to me. <laughs> I knew him about three days. I knew him before that. <laughs> Rothgon did no locks before that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, oh yes, of course. I keep forgetting that. Um, Things happen when I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all not just yes, we're not all just guest players in your story. <laughs> um <laughs> Blue is going to uh she's she's just gonna kind of observe them and say So do you know where he went or where they took him? Um well I mean he was dead. Like, dead, dead. There was nothing any of us could do. Uh, a wizard, a uh, name, uh, Kranis Darkseid, uh, he That's took the corpse uh, with some mage hands or, or guards and or something. Blue's, Blue's going to cut across. Kranis took him. Yeah. Right. He's going to um, give, it, give it back to Mernick family. He, he said that, did he? That's what he said. I told him to leave my name out of it. <laughs> yeah. And you and you believed him. Well, we had no reason not to, and you know, to be honest, I was a little worried that the rat snake would try and do something to the corpse. So really, we wanted to get rid. <laughs> Why? What? 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 What do you consider? What? What could Kranis do with a corpse? Could Kranis not do to a corpse? He could do whatever the fuck he likes to a corpse. Corpses are his. His. His game. No offense, little not dead dude, but he's <laughs> you don't you don't even compare. Well, um, maybe someday. Um, and and I hate to break it to you to you lads. Like this is not a good place to be. What we were offered money and uh, fame and uh, I got shiny uh, armor. She got shiny armor. There's a piece missing. 
And and what exactly made you think that you could trust the seven? Well, they are in charge. They are the, the rulers, are they not? Also suggesting that we trust them. <laughs> we may have our own motives going on here. And then uh, the baby Rothgon just turns around to morning and goes, no, we don't. <laughs> what is, I want to know what um, Grongle is doing and Tokaj are doing at this point. Thank you. Go first, Tokaj. Tokaj will probably have gone over to the barbarians and wants them to perform their little act again. He's, he's got absolutely no interest in in blue at the moment because you know he likes to make friends with people and she's currently making friends with Rothgon and Morn as far as Tokaj can tell <laughs> and Tokaj knows he's not going to be able to get a word in edgeways with uh, <laughs> with them <laughs> wow <laughs> so he's just going to go over to yeah to the um, the Burts and um, he's going to ask them if he can spray them with acid one more time and then get them to try and do their uh, their performance again. Their 12 second <laughs> performance that everyone missed. <laughs> uh, do a, do a um, persuasion check. Not as good as last time. That's an eight. Thank goodness for that. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I don't, no, but, but, don't fall for that, no, but, don't fall for that, but, don't fall for that. Remember last time, you don't remember last time. But, it's fun, but, it's fun. No, no, I don't think so. I don't want to, please don't make me. Oh, but, but you'll do the dance for me, please? Um, can we do the dance again? I don't think we can do the dance again. Should we do the dance again? Okay. <laughs> We'll do the dance again. If everyone wants us to do the dance again. Yeah, he's going to sh turn around and shout to everyone. They're probably not going to listen to him or even hear him. He's like, they're going to do the dance. <laughs> oh, God doesn't care. Right. Good for you. The Burt's look really crestfallen that everyone doesn't want to see their dance. They won't do it if everyone's not into it. So. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I feel, um, I feel you on the validation here. junkies, lads. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Grongle doing? Um, Grongle is like still invisible, but right behind Rothgon, sort of sizing it up and seeing whether or not it's worth slitting his neck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He knows he's got no chance wow. against Morn, but someone pissed him off. I saved your life. Yeah, after you. Counter spells yeah. and shit. <laughs> Just not amusing. And Moore never attacked Grongle. She only attacked Blue. Oh, That's why I'm not slitting your neck, Joy Amy. Girlfriends. What's uh, what's Ratsnick been doing? So okay, so yeah, he's probably switched off of the conversation at this point. And he's probably jabbing Gerald in the chest with his staff to try and figure out why he can't talk anymore. Trying to ask him to sort of <laughs> say it again, say something again. God. Uh, no, he's, he's really confused as to why he can't speak. You have speak. to call Gerald back from the other side of the arena because um, uh, Wormroll had actually called him over while nobody was oh. paying attention in an attempt to get that back. <laughs> no, he so, didn't quite get it. And, so, uh, yeah, 
call him back over, and then when he gets over, then he just jab him in the stomach with his staff, and yeah, be like, why can't I? Again, speak again, God. And obviously, <laughs> he can't anymore. And uh, yeah, Rat Six is going to be there, sort of quite not not angrily, angrily, but frustrated at Gerald for not being able to speak again. That amazed him. And uh, for the most part, yeah, he's just going to be arguing with a zombie for a while. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get about, him to like speak oh, about 10 minutes then I'll cast speak with dead again amazing and yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah Joe will just be like uh, it seems whatever it is that's allowing me to talk has done it again master and Ratsnake can just be like on the floor in awe of this <laughs> and uh, yeah he's going to have a conversation like a deep intellectual conversation about necromancy and death it's really like a Swedish sort of art house film. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just floored by it. He's he's absolutely oh, amazed. God. Oh, magic! Every because Sarah wasn't able to get the birds to uh, to do their performance, he's just going to go and sit and watch the two of them. He's not going to understand a word that's being said, but he's just going to sit and watch that conversation happen. <laughs> So while uh, while you're sort of while this is happening, um, the two orcs that brought Blue in um, have come back, and between them is uh, they're dragging uh, another sort of body. This one is not moving at all, and they said, uh, "Okay, oi, 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 you mate, oi, mate," to um, do um, Rat's Neck. Oi, mate. Yeah. Go on. We told you need this. And this, uh, this 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 person just sort of the person between them sort of raises their head. They're uh, they're uh, they're uh, uh, an elf. Uh, their face is grey and cut and bruised. Their body is like uh, has got bits taken out of it and burn marks. And uh, and uh, and he says, "Hey, he's not dead. He ain't dead, mate." And uh, the it, other. The other orc just takes takes the uh, the 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 elf and just cracks their neck, and yeah. uh, they toss this corpse into the arena, and uh, then they say, "Concerning." They say, "Oi, blue," and they just chuck a uh, they chuck a roll mat at you, and what? she'll like deftly catch it. <laughs> well, looks like you're joining us for the night. Oh, we can have a sleepover. This is good. Um, so yeah, you're gonna. It's up to you guys. You can uh, you can carry on doing some roleplay, or you can uh, sort of uh, go to sleep, have a long rest. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'd like a rest before any more information. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Any, any more for any more? No, I mean all rats they could do is just before. Um, he'll just animate that corpse as soon as possible um, before they take it away from him and then before like mm. in the morning sort of just as a disc after the rest he'll be using um animate undead to regain control of them and that's him done uh, morn would like to um before she settles down to sleep is gonna go over to gerald and say it is nice to hear you coming out of your shell, Gerald. You don't hear from you. <laughs> oh, <God's sake. laughs> it is. Uh, it's quite, um, quite peculiar. I know, but um, it's it's a whole new world's open to me. I believe. Oh, good for you. Nice hat. Uh, and then she's going to go and put her roll mat uh, near Blues, because obviously she's she now decided that that she's family. 
Blue will have put um, her roll mat up against the wall and she'll be leaning and she'll be sort of um, observing Gerald and and sort of their interactions with each other and just think and just sort of mutter like I this is what um <laughs> uh, and yeah she's just gonna be she's just gonna be observing and and sort of taking it all in and almost sizing everyone up and then she and she will at one point just quietly say out to the general space of like Grongle just keep out of trouble will you <laughs> and then yeah she'll sort of rest she'll she'll lean up against the wall hood up sort of right behind you. <laughs> sorry right, from, from right next to you just here of course will you stop doing that you know it freaks me out um and um she'll sort of bat him away just generally not being able to see him and will will welcome morn next to her she won't she she'll be she'll be happy to have morn next to her and she'll give her a little uh, sort of smile uh, as a wry smile and and just settle down to rest. Morn would be curled up near your feet. So oh. I was gonna, I was going to say like a dog, but like you see pictures of dragons and they're always curled up, mm -hmm. like, their tail by their head, um, and that's how Morn sleeps. Nice. Tarkaj will go over to the statue that's now been blown up, um, and he's going to sleep there because he. Tends to sleep in rubbly areas previously, mm. so like this is going to be the first good night's sleep that he's actually had. Um, and what he actually does is he takes his uh, bedroll and rather than lying on it, he also almost makes a nest out of it so <laughs> that he lies on the rubble but with this bedroll around him and then his shield on top of the bedroll. So he's got this kind of enclosed little space that he's completely in and he's just gonna kind of nuzzle down into that okay so uh, so while um you sleep you basically sort of most of you dream of the visions um you've had that day um so morn uh you have this still this blissful dream of just running uh with these dogs um oh, with this me. with these wolves with this um and you're running all the time, running next to this uh, wolf with blue eyes and a scarred face. Uh, Rothgon, uh, you have this sort of quite a fitful night's sleep as you sort of just this a word choice keeps rolling over in your mind. And you keep seeing your, yourself stood above this golden dragon or stood in the arena where the sort of seven are mocking you, but you're getting the adulation of the crowd. Um, Tokaj, you just dream of this beach with all these where all these uh other uh cobords are worshipping dragon eggs, it's just like absolute bliss. Um, uh, and uh, Ratsnick, um, you just keep uh, I mean, you are filled with sort of uh gr lust and greed, and you just keep seeing these two mountains and this city, and this it sort of fills your thoughts of it is somewhere you want to go and 
uh yeah and it's quite not a pleasant night's sleep for uh grongle really because it's uh, the, your sort of return to this jungle and the words which you keep forcing out uh, to this sorry dungeon and your the words that you keep forcing out of your head but also this sort of surge of power um that it feels somehow it might be the solution but you're not sure um and blue you sleep you um sleep fairly soundly as well hmm. no dreams for blue <laughs> uh yeah so you have a good good eight hours eight hours rest <laughs> how convenient <laughs> <laughs> and the sun comes up and uh uh actually where does um where does grongle sleep does grongle sleep in the bed or does he sleep in the arena um he will mm. in the arena i think not the blues there uh so in the morning jenny comes out uh and she says today we will see what you're made of the centaurs the birds and the wizard will fight the rest of you now get yourselves ready well, that seems um, fair. You knew I should have stabbed that wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they start to get themselves into position, uh, and you guys can get yourself. You can have a discussion between yourselves about how you want to set yourselves up. But this is how they are setting themselves up. Oh, it seems a bit unfair uh, to have to fight so early in the morning before I have had anything to for breakfast. But um. Takashi's going to pull out some weak old party ring crumbs <laughs> and open them up. So, as Morn says this, Rothgon goes, Well, I think anything's a meal if you try hard enough. And with that, he smiles and his fangs grow a little bit larger and his eyes turn green as he casts vampiric touch upon himself. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, and that's him readied. Um, Position-wise, <laughs> what are these tokens? <laughs> oh, they're 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 <laughs> You've got me with some Gerald tokens. <laughs> oh my god! Shame that Gerald one didn't have a little hat yet, but I'm sure I know, right? <laughs> and then he'll stand to the side, but slightly in front of Morn. Um, Blue, uh, I, I, I um, obviously did a little fight with you. I, I notice you can have uh, you have some lightning damage things. Um, what do you are you a ranged attacker or do you like to get in there? Well, I'm I'm a bit of both, if I have to be honest. Uh, don't mind getting up close and personal, but uh, oh, this is good. it depends on it depends on the day, you know. <sighs> okay. Me, myself, I like to just, you know, go full pout and start bludgeoning things. Uh, so, yes. Um, and with that, she is going to um, walk towards one of the little barbarians. As you get slightly past the middle line, as you get past, slightly past the middle line, Jenny says, back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Blue okay, is going to yeah. say, oh, right, we're just going to go straight for it then, are we? We're not going to even have a discussion about how any any formation tactics. 
Okay, cool, cool. What? Tactics? Looks to Morn is like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, you see, um, so what normally happens is I go at the front and the others do kind of just do whatever they want to do. Yeah, you've never you've, so far. You've never like, you know, communicated about what it is you're gonna do. It Why? seems oh, I, don't, I don't really need to do that because I am just always at the front. Okay, so you Have take my... points. Um yes, uh, or a vanguard if you like. Okay, so Morn, Morn's going to take point, and Rothgon, is it? Are you bringing up the rear? Or are you? Do you go wide? What? I'm mixing my sport analogies with my war analogies right now. That's a love. I'm not being. Sun Zhu would spell be proud. Only, this spell will only last for so long. So can we get a move <laughs> on with this? Because I won't be able to get to use it at this rate. Well, it seems like me that you're a bit premature. These are the things we need to discuss if we're going to work as a team. <laughs> Gongor's going to go invisible and just sort of move around, skulking by the uh, the pillar. Tokaj doesn't quite trust Grongol, um, so he's going to hide behind the same pillar, but the one partly because of Grongol, partly to stay close to Morn. <laughs> um, the woman who is running Morn um, has just poured a load of orange juice just straight down her top. I missed my mouth entirely. I'm just poor oh, juice. Completely down myself. Oh, oh, I don't know. God. Are, you, nerves. Yeah. Are you guys ready then? Yeah. Well, I'm not so sure. I don't trust these feckers right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, with, with Blue asking about tactics, I'm just going to kind of look up to her and go, I, I grovel and cower. <laughs> She's just going to look down at him in disgust. <laughs> um, and, and we'll just say, okay, well, let's see what you've got with this chaos of a tactic that you seem to be um, using. How dexty are you, Gongor? Grongol. Grongor, sorry. Uh, not too very much by the looks of things. <laughs> Um, some would say a six here. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, Tokaj! So, uh, Rothgon's before. Tokaj is ready for Tokaj didn't get to actually fight yesterday, so he's kind of, you know. You had turns, you just chose not to do anything. Because <laughs> man told him not to! Good role play in that. Very good. Trust me, Matt wanted to. to. <laughs> Matt was matter gaming. <laughs> oh. Oh. The DM is just getting himself uh, sort of set up. Can um, do you, while I sort this out, do you want to just sort of uh, describe how the battle? Does someone can someone describe how the battlefield currently looks? Right. Well, the um, op opposition are in a strict formation. We've got three, um, I believe, orcs um, in front of us. On... Oh, they're, bar they're, they're human barbarians. Human barbarians? I apologise. Um, we've got three human barbarians um, in a line at, on the left-hand side of the um, arena, and we've got three uh, centaurs, centaurs uh, sort of arranged behind Two centaurs. Them. Sorry? Two of them are centaurs, the other one's the wizard. Ah, oh, yeah. see, I'm not able to tell because the tokens are the same... Thotting <laughs> color. Um, Man, sorry. 
And so we've got two centaurs um, on either side, and then the wizard is taking up the rear in what would be a uh, sort of a pretty ideal formation. On the right side of the arena, we have got a, <laughs> a completely unregimented and um, uh, unformatted gaggle <laughs> of of fighters we've got Morn and and uh rothgon kind of very close to each other in the middle uh we've got grongle sort of hiding behind a pillar and we've got uh Tokaj on the other side of that exact same pillar which seems unwise <laughs> we've got a zombie behind right next to Tokaj, and we've got another zombie at least somewhat separated and behind another pillar that is actually quite helpful um grongle's right at, uh, sorry um uh Ratsnick is right at the back of the of the arena uh, potentially a, a decent advantage and i am just and blue is just sort of stood in the middle watching all of this happen around her um, Welcome to the Justice League, everybody. Yeah. With mild despair and 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 just like, okay, well, let's see if if we can make any improvements on this lot. Let's get down to business. <laughs> um, okay. I, think, I don't know if anyone else agrees, but I think that Moa missed her calling as a football commentator. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. American football, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the centaurs uh, both... Uh, so, the order, for those uh, who want to track this in their heads, we have the two centaurs uh, first. Um, then we have Tokaj, followed by... I'm trying to see the time. Uh, Ratsnik, followed by two of the barbarians followed by Blue, followed by another Barbarian, followed by uh, Grongle, followed by um, Rothgun, followed by uh, Wormrel, the wizard, followed by poor old uninitiative, <laughs> uninitiative the, um, Morn. Morn. The warrior yep. of the party. Yep. <laughs> she said she'd take point and she's right at the bottom of the initiative order. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to see how it's going before you make any dramatic decisions. Uh-huh. Whereas Tokaj, the coward, is getting straight in there. <laughs> oh, she, he's, got, he's gained some bravery, hasn't he? Mm. Or foolishness, one or the other. <laughs> okay, so... The first centaur is going to come comes charging between the barbarians and straight down the middle with their pike out at morn of course um, and they are going to pike attack. Cool. <laughs> they're not going to do shit you weak pathetic fools that's <laughs> not going to be as my they are going to kick you with their hooves. And they're on nine, so they're really no. nothing. No, nothing. You just, you just uh, make a nice little drumming noise on my armor. The second centaur is going to come running around and hit Rothgon oh. inside. Good. Uh, and that will be with the pike again. That's an 18 to hit. 
Um, and so you take um, 19 damage. What the fuck? Okay. And then they kick you with their hooves for a 17. Which does hit. And you take a further 11 damage. Oh, oh. fuck. Well, I'm bored. Um, wow. Uh, so 27 hit points left. Um, I'm really not happy with that. So um, that centaur can have at level one hellish rebuke. So that is a DC 15 dexterity save. Oh, and they do badly because they've got quite a decent dex, but they're on a seven. So that is, I didn't roll any once, did I? So a five, seven, and a four. Nope, so that's 14 fire damage. 14 fire. Fucker. <laughs> As on just spits out the blood from taking <laughs> taking hooves to the face, and then that's what ignites the flames um, that engulfs this fucker. Good job I cast Vampiric Touch. <laughs> okay, so uh, now it is um, Tokaj's turn. So, Tokaj is um, trying to figure out how far he can't get there. So, Tokaj is going to um, run up to this one that just attacked Morn. So, up to here, and is just going to um, attack with his new, well, knife for Atlas, but uh, sword <laughs> that he's got. Um, so, he's going to do a normal attack. That's an 11 to hit. When that misses. He's going to try again then. And that's even worse. That's that's mm -hmm. a nine. I mean, Tokaj can only reach the legs of these centaurs. <laughs> he can't actually reach their bodies. So, you know, it's, it's a narrow, narrow attack profile that he's just missing every time. And um, I think think that's all he's going to do for now. Okay, so on to Ratsnick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh. <laughs> so are they are they now officially large creatures? <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> I love that Blue is in the middle of this! Blue <laughs> now just has these enormous zombies like either side of her. How's and... that for tactics? Guys, yeah. uh, chat can't hear Luke. <laughs> oh. Oh no! Uh, so, just to tell you guys what happened, uh, Luke cast uh, an did an enlarged spell on Mavis and Gerald. So now we have like twenty foot zombies, uh, and Ger Gerald's still wearing his hat, so he's even taller because he's still got pointy wizards on his head. <laughs> Please let us know in the chat if Luke does make noise. There we go. Yeah, yeah I am now. I am now. I'm back. Awesome. We're good. Good. good, good. So, yeah, yeah, he's back. Yeah, we're good. So yeah, the two zombies just start like hulking their way um, towards. So that's Ratsnick. Um, done 
Um, and then, yeah, so they're just after me. So I have uh, Gerald first. Uh, has got, what, 30-foot movement. So where can he go? Not very far. Okay, he can't really... He's got 10... Okay, so yeah, he's got 10-foot reach. So he's just going to go to here and just pretty much reach over Morn and just bring a fist down on top of the centaur. For A, uh, we have from Gerald... Does he have, does he have a 10-foot reach then? Uh, yeah, because he's doubled in in size. Uh, okay, now. cool, cool, cool. So he's Amazing. got a, a to hit oh 18 God, to hit. This is crazy. Oh, that's a hit. For <laughs> yeah, why is it not rolled damage? Odd. Um, so it's one d six plus a d. So it's one d six, and one d four plus one. So eight points of bludgeoning damage from Gerald. Nice. And then Mavis is going to hulk on behind the other centaur that's between him and Rothgon. Or, yeah, no, him and Rothgon. And, yes. Uh, just, we attack advantage then. Yeah, and just swing again straight into him. Uh, so we have Mavis. Let's go for a slam attack. Uh, 12 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. It is a hit. Wow, okay. So, it is advantage, so you can roll again oh, if you want to see, see if, if you get, get a enough. crit. I'll just roll the d20 on its own. No, not a crit. Uh, not great damage, though. Uh, only three points of damage total. Yeah. And that's Mavis, Gerald, and Ratsnick done. <laughs> so we're on to... Marvellous. The, so we're on to the... Uh, two of the barbarians. So one of the barbarians is going to come charging down uh, to the person who is in his basically his night line of sight. So he is. Uh, these are officially berserkers, incidentally. Uh, oh. He just he looks fur. He sort of they turned. They've quite, always been quite jovial the birds, uh, but now he's like and he comes charging it around swinging his uh battle uh great axe above his head and he is going to attack grongle can he oh grongle's invisible grongle's invisible baby grongle then uh sorry tokaj he's going to attack tokaj naturally uh, yeah. so... We were such good friends. I asked about you and everything. You're probably fine. He got a 21 oh, to hit. You're not fine. Oh shit! What's my AC? Um, yeah, that hits, and that's nine points of damage. Okay, second cool. one is gonna. So that's his turn. So I realise I made a little error, but it's fine. I'm gonna. It's fine. Okay, so this one is gonna come charging in and attack Rothgon. Really. <laughs> Going recklessly as well. Um, so he rolled a 20 to hit. Oh, God. Oh, a natural? Uh, no. Okay. And how much damage? Uh, and that is nine points of damage. Okay. Before we move on, I'm bloody sick. Um, okay. I've got a bunch of concentration saving throws to do. Just popped a uh, sentinel back in the chat again because um, I think you'll find because that berserker has run into within five feet of me and is attacking my friend, I can make a melee weapon attack against him. Yes, do it. Do it. What, what, you what? can, you can absolutely, and uh, at advantage. So at advantage. Oh, lovely. Hang on, let's let Stephen do his um, concentration. 
This one's got to be 11, I believe. Which we do. And then you just hit me for 9, didn't you? Yeah. This one's got to be 10. Come on! I'll be so pissed. Oh, oh, that's good. Waste of nap 20s, but fine. I'm still <laughs> concentrating. And my fangs are still sharp. Uh. <sighs> Sorry, Morn. Um, yes, defend your friend. No worries. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> advantage. Uh, advantage yeah. is berserk. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. And that's a hit. That's a hit. Nice. And that's 13 bludgeoning damage. Paul does maths. He does maths. He does maths, then he types the numbers in the wrong order. First, <laughs> uh, okay, that's their turn. So cool. we are on to Blue. Um, Blue is, has a giant fucking zombie in front of her. Um, she is going to uh, run around the zombie and then she's going to use her dash action to take the last, like, the last five foot of movement um, that she needs in order to attack the centaur that is attacking Rothgon and because uh that centaur is now what's it um sandwiched between I mean he's, he's sandwiched <laughs> on all yeah. sides. Yes he, um, there is a lot of advantage going on here. Yeah uh she is going to um attack with her rapier with a sneak attack. Um Ooh. so it's Oh, it's only 11 to hit. Advantage. advantage. Oh, but with it. Okay. Ha, ta, 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 ta. Hey, oh. not natural. Hey. Um, so that's... Sorry. And a D yeah, no, I'm rolling the D6. So oh. that is 14 uh, piercing damage. Um, And then she's going to do it again. Um, And... That is a 21 to hit. Um, and can I sneak attack again? I think it's once on the I beginning of the turn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a shame because I got six. <laughs> uh, but so that is another nine uh, piercing damage um, on the centaur. The centaur looks absolutely terrible. Perfect. <laughs> Good. And with that. Um, this guy's going so the final berserker is going to attack blue he's not going to go berserk because he's going to have advantage anyway because she is flanked mm -hmm. um, and he is going to Ooh. Oh. that's 23 to hit so I'm assuming that's a hit yeah that'll do it and blue takes nine points of damage. What I'm loving about this, guys, is if you're listening on the podcast, what you can't quite see is we've actually attacked like in a film. They all yeah. started up lining up against each other and then just all ran at each it's, other. Like, yeah. and it's it's like really cinematic it would have been. It really is. Um, um, if you are listening to the podcast but you want to see what's actually going on, tune in on Sundays, yeah. Twitch. Yeah. Mm. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or watch us on the YouTube. Or on the YouTube. Or watch us on the YouTube. And it's Grongle's turn. Okie dokie. Uh, 
which is something Rongle would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's known for his okie dokieisms. Gotta um, do it in his. Gotta do it in his voice now. Okie dokie. Right. Let's see what we can do, shall we? Uh, this hurts Gongle's voice a little bit, so he probably shouldn't do it for too long anyway. Um, <laughs> so, Grongle is going to run past the little melee that's happening and make his way towards the wizard using his uh, bonus action to dash. You've had it in for that wizard. <laughs> take him the hat now, take his head. Hard. Um, and then he will use his. Um, uh, oh, he's going to go inv uh, uninvisible at the end of the turn. He will. Dock out. Looks at spells. <laughs> he will um, cast a spiritual weapon. Um, Tension's killing me. <laughs> yeah, sorry about this. I shouldn't have been a spellcaster for this. This is not great. Uh, great. So, yeah, um, he um, just, as far as anyone sees, this giant, uh, what looks like Blue's bow just appears in the air next to the wizard and it pulls back the arrow and instead of firing the arrow, it just like rams it forward like a battering ram into the wizard. Oh, nice. um, so, I got to make a melee attack with oh say that again i said i've got to make a melee spell attack with the weapon so it'll appear next to the wizard we don't i guess we don't have a token for it but oh, we uh, don't. that's all right uh, you can use the draw ability to draw some form of <laughs> weapon and then you can also then move that <laughs> that's how i do it in one of my other campaigns <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. It's really dumb, though. Everything's going quiet. There you go. Right. So that is a uh, 11. That's a 17 to hit. I hit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is the longest turn in the anyone's history. <laughs> well, it really, it really isn't. is. Don't worry. <laughs> More as Lily has the longest turns. Oh. Yeah. Mostly because of the monologues in between each attack. <laughs> Uh, so it's a D8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Uh, so that's six damage to him. Damage, okay. Cool. Okay, uh, so now we move on and it's Rothgon's turn. Okay, so uh, rules monkeys, um, obviously Paul mostly, um, but if anyone else has an opinion. <laughs> Um, or knows for sure. I'm about to make a melee spell attack, um, but it includes touching the creature. Am I at advantage, considering all the flanking that's going on? <laughs> the rules uh, monkeys are nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, would so. I would say you're at advantage. There is a lot of flanking. On the centre, I'm assuming. On the centre, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A very bloodied and battered Rothgon um, smiles and clocks eyes with this centaur, and he slowly moves his head in as if he's going to kiss the centaur. Um, <laughs> but then goes for the neck and takes a bite out of them. What? So 16 to hit. 16's a hit. 
Okay, so that's 15 necrotic damage to this centaur. Yes. As sadly, sadly, you only actually do four points of damage. What? Why? Because it was oh, that it's dead. Right, that's fine. <laughs> because it's dead. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so the rules are I get half the health back of the necrotic damage that I did. So is that seven or is that two? Two, I think. Oh. <sighs> health. To heal myself. Okay. Which is which you get some 10 hit points anyway. I get some 10 hit points anyway. Yeah. Which uh, is why I said, which is why I told you it was four, because I realized that that's what you're doing. Well, I was, I was going for both, okay? I was going for gold here. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's a good thing to do. I, I think you were wise. Um... So, da, 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 just double checking what my 10 hit points. 10 still. So, yeah, I got 10 temporary hit points and two back from biting them. Um, awesome. So, looking a little healthier now. Um, I don't have any bonus actions available and I'm not about to move. So, I just turn my um, sights to the barbarian that took a hit out of me and say, fancy a kiss? Um, yeah. And that ends my turn. Okay, so now we move on to our wizard fella. So our wizard is going to pull two daggers out. He's going to run past the... He's actually going to run... Hang on, how's he actually got on to? He's going to come round to the other side of Grongle. Um, I've read the rules and I don't think the spiritual weapons would get an attack of opportunity. No, they don't. Um, and so he is going to uh, slice at Grongle with his daggers. Isn't Grongle invisible? Not anymore. No, no not when you take an action or cast a spell. That's a 15 to hit. Uh, that's my armor class. Ooh, okay. Oh, I should have the other thing first, but it's fine. Okay. And he slices with the other dagger, and it's a 15 as well. So Oy. if it... If it's equal to, that's a miss, isn't it? No, it's a hit. Is it a hit? Oh, jolly good. You take eight points of damage, and he's going to say, casting spiritual weapons, are we? That's not how he talks. He's going to say, casting spiritual weapons, <laughs> are we? Oh, I see we talk in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to cast a large dagger behind you. And stab you in the back. I should have looked. See, I really should have come up with some sort of um, draw freehand. Can I do this? There we go. There it is. It's a wiggly dagger. Um, and he is. And that would be a 22 to hit. Yeah, I'll do it. And that is. Uh, seven points of damage. Ooh. And that is the end of his turn, and we are got one more turn in the round, and then yeah, we are going to go bed, my friends. Ooh. So it's Morn's turn. Okay, so unsurprisingly, the thing that Morn is going to do, first of all, is try and hit the centaur that's in front of her uh, with her flail. Um, which I assume is at advantage because she's flanked. Uh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, so that's a 25 to hit. That's definitely a hit. And that's seven bludgeoning damage. Then she is going to um, pull her flail back and look like she's going to hit the centaur again, but she turns at the last second and hits the berserker that stood next to the centaur with the flail. Uh, oh, didn't work. La, 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 la. Bear with. Uh, is that also a advantage? No. That's what's gone. Yeah, it's no? not like flanking. It's like no one behind them. Uh, never mind. It's 27. Wait, it's a nat 20. Anyway. 20. Um, oh, so how are you working out the damage here? So full um, damage plus the roll. So full. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to hover and it keeps pushing the button. My flail, the damage for the flail is 1d8 plus 5 bludgeoning. So 13. Is it just 13 or is it plus the dice roll? The dice roll. The dice roll. So thirteen plus another thirteen. You've got to roll the dice. I, I've already done it. I oh, okay. Rolled... It looks like you rolled them twice there. Yeah, but I, I ignore the second one. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take the first one. For that first one, the four is the just dice roll. It's, so it'd be thirteen plus the four. The cool. Oh, I'm glad okay. Ignore the second one, Jamie. Uh... <laughs> okay, so not, for the listeners, not... the second one was a uh, D8 rolled, and it was an eight. So, uh, so that's seventeen damage, yeah. Yep, seventeen damage. Man, uh, minusing seventeen is a real hard number to do minusing on. It is. Uh, well, yeah. while you do the maths, um, I'm going to use a bonus action. Uh, cool. Turn to Rothgond. She turns to Rothgon and um, rub my hands together in their mismatched gauntlets and then hold them out to Rothgon and cast Shield of Faith on him, uh, which means a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice, my Rothgon boy, um, and gives him a plus two bonus to his AC. Oh, Christ, I need that. Um, I don't know who this Christ fellow is, but... Um... <laughs> Cool. Thank you. Oh, cool. Rob. And is that Morn's turn? That is the end of Morn's turn. Okay. So with that, we will call it a night. Um, so thanks, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm, I'm speaking while you get a guitar, my love. Um, oh, it's there. It's there and ready to go. Not ready to go. Carry on. <laughs> uh so yeah we uh we leave you leave uh, our intrepid heroes having made new friends and new enemies uh as they uh yeah they fight we see if any of them die let's hope so fingers crossed gang uh ben, not us <laughs> team the enemies not the friends can i can i get a team tpk in the chat if anyone's with me <laughs> You are horrible. one one horrible bastard. <laughs> you already killed one of my horses. You killed a horse. You know that. Mean. All right. Uh, um, Something you might notice about the uh, madrigals is they're largely based on what happens in the first half. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs>
The party have a week to train. No one surprised at what they did. True to form the Justice League, use it to bully the weird kid. Rat sticks up. Oh. Rat. Oh, this is the first time I've messed one up. Ratsnick sat he can't have a big pile of cadavers. The smell would have us all retching. In his brand new jaunty hat, Gerald looks really quite fetching. Woo! Yes! Um, oh. Ratsnick and cadavers in the same spot. Well done. Yeah, to be. Yeah, well done. Yeah. You can't have a big pile of cadavers. I think I think uh, I think we'll institute a new rule that if you do the recap at the beginning, you also get to sign us out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, in which case, whatever you do this week, kids, make sure you roll the damn dice. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh.